Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel that's uh, made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse, let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish looking guy. But his golf game is on point. Little do they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
back, baby. Uh, we're back. We're back stronger than ever. I've given you lives. Isn't the whole point of this show to have conversation? 100% for comedy. Friendly room. What a weird game of chicken that is. This guy's sharp. He knows everybody's name in this room. We've been doing fake radio since 2006. Man, tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hello everybody did just welcome to the program episode 3215 of the award-winning podcast never not funny my name is jimmy pardo but you knew that because it just happened in the intro when matt belknap said uh now here's your host jimmy what I sound like? Yeah, that you know what that made that may need a refresh. That may need Jeez. a facelift. That may need no a, way, man. That was recorded uh, before it was not not six months into the show. I recorded that, and we're never changing it. Yeah, <laughs> I, we may have to have a meeting about that. I I think it's time for a refresh. Uh, speaking of it, going all the way back to season one, you understand what I mean mm-hmm. by that? Uh, you know, we had now I announced on that season one that my I, my wife was pregnant. I was going to have a baby. Yeah. Well, that baby took his first driving lesson over the weekend, uh-huh. and that's craziness. That is it's crazy. crazy. I mean, I understand how time works. I'm not an idiot, but I mean, it's just... Well, it does uh, fly when you're having fun, and, and that's I, what we do here, Jimmy. We do have a good time, and I've had a good time, uh, I would say, for the last 15 years of my life, 90% of it has been great, and then 10% has been shit. Yeah. I would say 8% has been shit, and 2% has been shit. <laughs> So it's been uh, sort of wild and I just mean life in general. I'm not talking about never not funny. I'm talking about right, uh, sure, sure. life in general with, you know, health issues and deaths and so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, just even, you know, uh, depression and, you know, whatever comes along with life. Uh, but luckily, uh, for the most part, uh, it's mostly fun and time does fly. And uh, my son's flying down the street now in courtesy <laughs> of a... Um, so you mean uh, he's he was in driver's ed with an instructor? He was with an instructor for his first two hour session. And is it just the two of them in the it's car? It's just the two of them. Okay. And he and Oliver said he liked the guy. Good. And today, not today, the first day was just driving around the neighborhood, just going around the neighborhood, you know, practicing lefts and rights and and stopping and parking and, you know, that sort of thing. And then uh, the next one is they go out on the actual, like, busier streets with stop lights and so yeah, on and yeah. so forth. So uh, he did have to stop at one stoplight to go to another neighborhood where they can drive around and mm-hmm. you know they, these these people they, they know the neighborhoods to go to to practice lefts and rights and <laughs> yeah where there's not a lot of traffic right yeah that's good and uh so yeah he uh he did that and i uh, we had decided that's a good idea to because uh, i think i said on the show that uh i took him out for a lesson and danielle took him out for a lesson <laughs> and uh, he decided danielle was the better of the two uh and i don't disagree with him on that and i'm okay with it not insulted in any way but then we did decide it would be best for him before we took him out on the main big roads. Let's have a professional yeah. teach him what to do as opposed to me like getting mad that he doesn't know how to do something that we know how to do because I've been driving for 40 years. And it's stressful because it's stressful for both of you, for him because he's new to it and for you because it's like you're just panicked that like doing this wrong is it could be a life and death situation doing this wrong, yeah, and, yes. and you need to get it right don't fuck this up and so you're stressed they're stressed like an instructor understands how to ease them into it in a yeah. way that i yeah i'm i can't do i already know i can't do it I, i'm not sure i'll ever until she's like experienced i don't know if i'll ever be able to sit in a car that zoe is driving yeah i'm with you on that i don't i don't like i i was thinking about the, that exact same thing like when do we hop in the car and go uh 
All right, Oliver, you drive us to the movie theater, yeah. and I'll be okay with it. When he's 30. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't even like, I don't like being in a car that I'm not driving, period. I'm not like, a fan of it either. Like, no matter who's driving. So, for it to be my own child who I'm, like, not super, necessarily super... Close, close with? <laughs> yeah. I'm not very, I don't know her very well. Maybe just don't, you know. So, you're saying you're not super... Click. I'm just not super confident in, in their ability yet, you know. You just don't know. You don't. Uh, the driving instructor also has the brake and the yeah. accelerator, if need be. That's huge. Which you don't have in a normal Hyundai Kona electric vehicle. <laughs> can you get that? Um, <laughs> you want to get it installed? Just I in may case. get it installed, uh, but we'll let the gentleman take care of the, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the first three, and then we'll uh, take it from there. What? I wonder if it'll be a future feature since we have all these cars now that have like auto park and lane keep assist and like all these things, whether you could get like an iPad app and then you just stick it to the dashboard Mm -hmm. and then you can like press the brake. And (laughs) would you be, you know, I thought about that, Elliot, Uh, your idea is not as uh, crazy as you're maniacally laughing about. Um, (laughs) um, (laughs) But I don't think as a, as a passenger, your instinct would not be to press the button. No. Your instinct would no. be to press the a yeah. foot. Well, you could probably come up with like, although Bluetooth, is it reliable enough? But you could probably come up with a Bluetooth like interface for that. I don't, you know what? If you die and you will one day, mm-hmm. I want on your gravestone to be <laughs> Bluetooth. Is it reliable? Enough? <laughs> <laughs> I want that to be. Yeah. I think that's of yeah. all the options other than maybe uh, I also have a drone. <laughs> yeah. You know, those are two good ones. Those are two really good ones. Yeah, I have two drones now. Oh, God. Why did I bring it up? In addition to the way you speak. Um, by the way, uh, I just realized, though, that's kind of unnecessary now. Because, Well, not for me, but eventually for all of us, it will be unnecessary because more and more cars have the like, you know, the sensor that just stops for like my friend. I was mm. I was in my friend's car yesterday and he has the thing like where it just if you get too close, it'll stop. Like, yeah, my car has that. Yeah, so uh, I I both love it and hate it because there are times where it is not necessary, right. and when it goes, when it does it, it scares the shit out of you. Yes, because you don't know why. It's like I, I'm not I'm not close enough like, for you to be doing this. What happened to my car? Yeah, yeah, yeah and you, it goes. <laughs> And and I would freak me out too. I've never driven a car that has it, but being in one, that alone is because it, it's it's not as smooth as a human being would go. Hey, you know, I'm just going to ease on the brake here because we're we're a little. Oh bit no, close. it's it's like bam! <laughs> it is immediately. You're about to hit a brick wall. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, and then you feel like you hit the brick wall because it it, it hits it so hard. Uh, but we what now? What what possibly? I, I had another idea. I don't <laughs> you know. Got a third drone. I don't know if there's anybody who like uh, works in the car industry or whatever. But like, yeah. is there? There could be a training mode like you could set a car to like a training mode so yeah. that the screen would change and be like giving hints or something like that. Like, I don't want him looking at the. Dr- at no, the no, no. But like there could there could be the, the idea of training. Mode. Like maybe it says things a more or, vigilant system yeah, yeah, yeah. of, of breaking, breaking sooner and doing more stuff to like or beeping to, to yeah. be like, hey, I, I bet you something like that is uh in the works, if not, maybe maybe a vehicle already has it. Who knows? And for the for the ten years between now and when we none of us get to drive at all anymore because they all go by themselves. <laughs> right. Uh, speaking of not uh, uh, driving anymore, uh, I was behind a car today. You know, I was at the doctor. Uh, you know, the one in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Isn't, that's a Prince lyric. Sort yeah, of, kinda. Uh, doctor, everything's gonna be all right. Yeah. Uh, so I had to take uh, Beverly into Mulholland. You know, you know, and then Coldwater. That that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, they are doing some work on that street. Uh, nose job. It is a stretch of what did he say and why? <laughs> he said nose job, which honestly, oh, it's not a bad joke. It's a good joke. <laughs> it's not a bad joke, but uh, just... but again, I don't know why you need to be a speed bump in, in, in my fucking life. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I just. Yeah, but you shouldn't. Remember, you're third here, man. <laughs> I shouldn't be sorry. Let me go. Let me. Let me. Let's do this again. Me. Uh-huh. Huge fucking drop to Matt. <laughs> sure, sure. And then a huge fucking drop to you. And Love Garen sucks. <laughs> so I mean, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Anyhow, I'm driving, and they, so they this little stretch which they've been working on forever, and I don't know what they're doing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what, 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 how, when, when did we first come back into the studio? June of 2021. So two years now. Mm-hmm. So uh, and then I got sick. Well, I guess it was the end of 2020, right? Or was no end of 2021. Yeah. Whenever it was. So it's like eight, October or something. 18 months. Yeah. Uh, roughly. So whenever I started coming directly from a doctor in Beverly Hills, they've been working on this stretch <laughs> of that area. And so they stop and they and they have a sign up that says uh, potential, you know, uh, long delays, potentially 60 minutes. Take other route. Dear God. Now, first of all, how could it possibly ever be 60 minutes? <laughs> like you, something really has to be wrong. I've never even that. seen that on a sign. That's wild. Um. So they stop you because yeah. it goes because it's one lane. So they stop you and then they let it back up to I don't know how long. And then they stop the other side. You, we all know what I'm talking about. Uh, and I've been very, very lucky that five minutes at the most is what I've had to wait. Uh, well, today, the first car, uh, the guy says go and they don't go because I'm, th- I'm the third car. I see mm-hmm. all this. And he's like. And then they find they put their flashers on their blinkers, mm-hmm. and then they go, and then from I'm not fucking around. I'm not exaggerating. Which from from there, which is Beverly Hills on the other side of the hill, to Ventura Boulevard, fifteen miles an hour. Wow! Wow! With the flashers on, huh. never thinking to pull over, yeah, because nothing's wrong. They're just driving slowly, huh. and I know that because I pulled up to them next to them to see who in God's name yeah. caused what probably was a 50 car backup. Yeah. Uh, and it was uh, two old ladies mm-hmm. and there was nothing wrong with the car. They just were two old ladies that were scared to be driving on this curvy road. Weird. And they went 15 miles an hour and it took about 25 minutes to get over the hill <laughs> instead of 12. Jesus. Wow. It yeah, was, you were slightly tardy and now, now I know why. It was, uh, it was that. Um, Damn. And it was uh, it was frustrating because it was like and then every time you'd think, oh, I can oh, I'll be able to pass here. Right. And it, it was not enough room to pass. There's yeah. really nowhere to pass. Right. No. Yeah. It's um, terrible. Terrible street. It was horrible. And it was just uh, you'd think they would, if they're scared, pull over, collect themselves, let 50 cars go by right. and then try again. Now, in fairness, I just said there's nowhere to pass. So there's really nowhere for them to pull over with the exception of one spot on the way down where there's a little turnout. Right. But it's. It's um, dirt, and my guess is that scared them too. <laughs> there's there's driveways. I mean, you could pull it. They, they, not these two. Not these. <laughs> not once I saw them, that was not an option. Because then they have to back out. Because then they got to back out. Even more terrifying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, by the way, the doctor that I went to today, uh, Boombots. Yeah. Uh, it, I was. But it sounds like you did you you saw the doc. Oh, you wanted. Yeah, to I saw the. Uh, um, I saw the doc. That seems like um, <laughs> the. Uh, it was an 830 appointment. If, if you're 
eight usually eight thirty is a good time. Nine o'clock is a disaster. Mm-hmm. This building is it's at the corner of Olympic and Century Park East, right there. Oh. Yeah. by in Century City. Yeah, that's rough. Where it's rough. So, and it's a big building and it's nothing but, it's, the whole thing, it's, you know, it's called the something, something medical building. So it's nothing but medical people. Mm-hmm. And if you're there at 8.30, usually you can get a self, uh, you know, uh, self-park spot. If you're there uh, any later, you have to valet uh, and it's a nightmare. A, and I mean a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, I got there at 8.15 today and, there's, and there were no spots, which was weird. And so the guy's like, yeah, you parked there. And and I and he said it like that, uh-huh. and I was like, I go, I I'd rather just self park it. That is self park, okay. But so I have to pull in, but then there's space to put a car behind me. Mm-hmm. And I said, Hey, when I'm done, I'm gonna have to zip out of here. Uh, so uh, is there? Is there you'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> and and I recognize again they're in Beverly Hills and everybody is an asshole. Mm-hmm. So he probably just assumed I too was an asshole. Right. And uh and there's some evidence a Macy's employee may say that I am. <laughs> so I pull in and uh when I come out, I'm not kidding you when I tell you that first of all, I'm blocked, everybody's blocked, and there are up to twenty five cars waiting to valet. Oh my god. Side by side. So both lanes are blocked. And so that's like 12 deep of cars side yeah. by side. And the guy who was a prick to me, I said, uh, I go, uh, excuse me, remember when I said I had to zip out of here? <laughs> and he goes, we'll get it. <laughs> 15 minutes standing there waiting for them Dear God. to move this car. But now they couldn't move it because there were all these cars. Right. And finally, some guy who must have been parking cars or something goes, you're trying to get out? He goes, yeah. He goes, stop. And he pulls the car out, and I pull my car out, and I go. Yeah. Which could have happened 15 minutes earlier, but that guy chose to not be pleasant about it. Yeah. Uh, so it was a slow going to get here today is my point. Slow <laughs> oh, going. Rough start. Rough start to the day. Rough start to the day. Sorry to hear it. I brought my son to school today. A, a, a rare me bringing him to school. Uh, oh, yeah. He's still in school. Jesus. Uh, the, are yours out? Oh, yeah. What? They've been out for over a week. They got. They always get out the Thursday before Memorial Day. That's how Burbank does it. That's how it was when I was a kid. And it's because they don't take a three fucking week Christmas break. Yeah, I, I think that's changing next year. By the way, I think they're going back to two weeks. Uh-huh. But I don't know if that means they get an extra week. At, I don't know where they're oh, putting. And it. we also don't get the full week of Thanksgiving. So that you get, you guys, we have two extra school day or three extra school days. No, two, because we now get the Wednesday. But yeah, so it all adds up. Your kid, your kids go the way that I went to school when I was a kid. You, mm-hmm. you, you get that. You get Thursday and Friday, and then the weekend off for. Yeah. Uh, say it again. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's uh, how I always had it too. Easter, you, you, you didn't, we didn't even get Good Friday off. You went to school on Good Friday. Yeah, we don't. Mm-hmm. We don't have that. Some schools do. Obviously, the Catholic ones. But uh, uh, do they? <laughs> do they get Good Friday? I was or do talking, they go to Mass in the morning? I, well, it's, I was just talking to a friend about this yesterday, and she said. It was not, she grew up in Burbank too. And, and she was like, we didn't have school, but it wasn't fun. It wasn't like a day off. You still had to do, you know, church shit. Yeah, it's, a, it's a school day. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, it's a religious uh, thing that you have to go and do your stuff. I don't know what that stuff is. Cause I never had to do it myself. <laughs> I, <laughs> what do you do on good Friday? You get the, you get the chalk off your forehead from the Wednesday from thing. The Wednesday, but that, that Wednesday thing is weeks earlier. Oh, okay. So that's Wednesday. So it takes all day to get it off. <laughs> Jeez, I remember the guilt. Cause you know, we were, I was raised Catholic, but we were not really, mm-hmm. but I do remember the guilt that I felt. Uh, and also a little bit of FOMO, if, if to be honest with you, of when I would come to class in grade school and all the other kids would come in with their with the with their crosses, mm-hmm. and it was like, 
oh, I, oh, I didn't do that. Oh, I'll do it after school. And like the guilt of mm-hmm. I, I go to Sunday school. I should have done that. And then also, it's that thing when, when you, you know, admittedly, all kids, you want attention. Yeah. Those kids got attention. Right. And it was like, oh, fuck, I'm, now I'm not getting that attention either. Yeah. And you're not fitting in with the people who and, have it. Right. You feel left out. At the same time, fuck off. <laughs> what a weird thing, man. It's a very strange thing. Why, 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 is, that, why is that happening? Why is that happening? And then there's a yeah, Palm Thursday, whatever you go there, you get hit in the face with a palm or some shit. <laughs> yeah, it's weird how like, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, confusion and intolerance about like other religions. Like, oh, why do you wear a scarf on your head? Why do you do this? Why do, you do that? Hey, buddy, you're getting whacked with a palm. You're gonna have a, Calm down. You're going, you're, you're, you get up early on a Wednesday every year to go get charcoal on your head. What, <laughs> yeah. You're making fun of you're, you're mad at that person for wearing a yeah. Habib. Is that what they call him? Habib? Uh, Hajib, maybe? Hajib. Habib is a gentleman. Yes. Yeah. Ha- Hajib. Is that right? Did I say it right this time? I, I mean, that's my understanding of the pronunciation. I'm no expert. There's different one. There's different things, too. Right? Yeah, there's there's the, well, there's, there's, your, there's your burqa. There's your turban. Sure. Uh, oh, if you're talking about the ones that the men wear, I don't remember what the name is. I was thinking of the lady one, the, the hijab yeah, or the, the hijab yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the, when I say whatever, I'm not being dismissive of it. I'm saying that I don't know how to say it. No, you fucking hate them. Uh, <laughs> now, listen, our private talk should not be brought to the show. Um... <laughs> Yeah, you're not uh, right. I going back. I I think we may have gotten out even in public school. Maybe we got out of three o'clock on Good Friday. Mm-hmm. Only well, we always got out of three o'clock. Hang on, <laughs> that's like normal time. Hang on, you know it turns out to, to normal school day. <laughs> Guys, special days, special day, let out. You're gonna get out of three. Enjoy it. Excuse me, Miss Belser. We always got out of three. Enjoy yep. it. Yeah, have, have fun. You're like maybe maybe noon. Maybe it was one of those words. A half a day. Uh, because then yeah. you know, start your Easter weekend early, okay. that sort of thing. Right? Maybe it is funny how, um, like, <laughs> throughout my life and I think everyone's life, uh, Christmas is like you get a week minimum, if not more, off. And I understand it's a time of year thing too, but it's like Christmas. This is Jesus was born. We got we got to shut it all yeah. down. But oh, remember the time when he miraculously came back from the dead? Ah, don't worry about it. Just take that one. Give Sunday. A half day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it seems uh, like that would be more important than the Christmas thing. It's also weird that every growing up, you know, the South Side of Chicago and uh, South Suburbs, ninety percent Roman Catholic. Yeah, uh, but also there weren't. But they're they're all forced to just follow that religion. Like mm-hmm. the people that are not, you know, right. the the people that don't follow that yeah. are like, you get this day off. Why? I don't know. Some other religion <laughs> wants it off, and yeah. I have to just go along with it. Yeah. Oh, do you get your religion holidays off? We do not. <laughs> we don't even acknowledge. We don't them. even acknowledge them. Not even spoken to. Yeah, it it's weird because I grew up Jewish. I'm not religiously Jewish anymore. But um, if we ever did in Los Angeles, I don't know if it was nationwide or just California or Los Angeles, but. There was like a carve out where if you had another religious thing where you couldn't go to school, then you were excused and whatever. And there were enough Jewish folks that you kind of knew. But it also felt like like I never wanted to take those days off because everybody else was still at school. Right. And it felt like I was like asking for a special thing and I didn't want to be the special thing. Not a special. I'm going to say I don't want a special thing where then I'm not at school. Right. Now I'm behind. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like I think we talked before, it it always seemed to me whenever I missed a day of school, that's the day you have to pick your own desk. (laughs) Yes. You know, or you got to like, hey, we're all going to now we're going to move our desk all in a circle. And then you're you're sitting with people that you never would have sat with. It actually it didn't even matter what happened that day. Someone was going to say some shit to make you feel bad about missing it. Like, yes, it could have been the most boring vanilla day of all time and they were like oh you wouldn't believe what happened at recess and you're like, come on come really on. but literally every day had probably had something like that you just didn't think about it until the time you weren't there right 
but I, I, I hear you, Ellie, because it's like uh, then you're also maybe not in your community uh, necessarily, but like you're also sort of saying like, hey, I'm the Jew, everybody. Don't <laughs> no, no, forget no, I, I'm different. I 100 percent felt like that. OK, yeah, because because I don't know if it's still the case now. I assume it is. But growing up like I in school, I was in choir a lot and we sang a bunch of christmas yeah. christmas songs right. and christian songs like yeah you i think you know more about christianity than i do <laughs> from those fucking songs it's crazy but like it's because like the greats like you know bach and and uh beethoven and other names i should remember um like that's brahms, how, brahms that's a good three b um they like they got, got paid yeah. to write songs for either the church or the king wanted the songs for the church or whatever it was yeah so these are the historical like Famous pieces like Carol the Bells and um, Halloween Chorus and and all these kind of things. And so they're the classical choir songs. And you have to really go out of your way, which our, our choir directors tried to do. But like, you know, if you're, you don't want to be doing dreidel, dreidel, dreidel when you're in junior high school or high <laughs> right. school. So it's really hard to find like an interesting choir song about. Jewish things, yeah, and then they would have like some well, other why stuff. Why don't you just do Money by Pink Floyd? Oh, come on, boy, that's a wow. good joke. That's a good joke. <laughs> go on. Uh, so, but like, it's I because th- there aren't enough harmonies. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I may have mentioned this before. Um, there came a point where when we'd sing those songs, I actually wouldn't sing the part like the the praise Jesus part because mm. I didn't believe it. Mm. And in my mind, like it doesn't make any sense. In my mind, I was like. I don't believe it, so therefore I shouldn't praise Jesus because Jesus will be mad because I don't believe in him. <laughs> therefore proving you do. Yeah. Actually right? believe a little. It's yeah. Like, you know, it's weird. Grow, growing up, I never I never thought of Christmas songs as religious. I know that's a, I know that's an insane thing to say, but you know, it, you know, what child is this or whatever it is. Right, like, right. I mean, you're literally singing about Jesus Christ being born, but it never it, right. I mean it, it did occur to me, but it, but I never thought of them yeah. as it's, I just thought of it, oh, it, oh, these are Christmas songs. It's just And then we don't there. See, we don't sing them any other time of year. Right. right. I think it's because, well, at least in my life, religion was always presented as a chore that you had to endure. <laughs> yes. And then when it was over, then the fun begins. And so to me, I, the songs are just like, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Get me to the presents. And so like, <laughs> like it, that's all. Like I wasn't paying attention. I never paid attention in church. It's like, I don't give a crap what this guy's talking about. I just know that we're here. And that means something good's going to happen after this. And so it's like a fun, there's fun anticipation to it. But I don't know. It just, it's, I, I think, I don't know. There probably are cool churches where they present it in a very like accessible way where it's like, oh, I, oh yeah, there's now, cool churches. Now I understand. Yeah. Like I think you guys, when, when Oliver was little, you started going to one for a little bit, right? Like well, I, we went to Agape uh, for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what that is. I, I thought that was something in tequila. It is. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't care for that. Church. Um, Oh, what's his name? Reverend Michael something uh, down in uh, it's in Culver City. And mm-hmm. it became a ama- me. I think he ended up going on. It went from being like somewhat crowded to then. I think he went on Oprah mm-hmm. and then it was you got to park oh, six blocks away boy. and they bust you in. And yeah. then you could standing room only or crisscross yeah. applesauce. <laughs> uh, and then that's when we stopped. And, and when I say we, uh, it was more I, I kind of wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And I want I and then Danielle was kind enough to go along with me. Um uh, I had some friends that also went there and I liked the idea. I just liked the idea of somewhere to go to just, I, I don't know. I, 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 we know me well enough. I'm not, I, I, when I say this to be spiritual, but that's not what I even mean. Mm-hmm. Just somewhere to go to kind of just, I don't know, fucking find myself. I don't even know what I was doing mm-hmm. there. Uh, and I'm not, by the way, I'm not, I don't know if I'm against 
uh, going again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if somebody went, uh, if I ran into one of those friends and said, hey, you know what? You should come back. It's a, you know, the, the Oprah effect has worn off. It's now, right. uh, you know, back to being yeah, yeah. manageable and fun. Like I might go, you know what? I'll go on Sundays. I get it. Why yeah. not? There's uh, also a community aspect to it that you, you, you have a professional community of, of friends and, and that's great. But there's something to be said for like being with a group of people that they don't do what you do and it has nothing to do with the rest of your life. And you're just like, this is, you know, we're here. We talk about whatever. Like, I, I feel like we have that now with our kids, uh, with, you know, Zoe's choir and like the, the, there's a community of families in that. And then there's a community of families in the soccer world with Charlie's team. And so, uh, you know, it's just interesting to talk to people who have different jobs and do different things, and and uh, they're coming at it from a different perspective. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I think it's refreshing sometimes. I agree with you. I, I want to make sure that I'm a thinking of the same thing, and that and that we kind of let the audience know because Agape isn't like a regular. It's not a regular church. It's no, kind of like it's it's not only non denominational. Like they take a step back even from there, don't they? I believe they even say Jesus the Christ. Like they refer to him as a person as opposed to. But like sometimes somebody else from another religion could come up and and do a. Do I don't know about there. that. It's, uh, it's it generally was that Michael guy. Well, because so Michael here's the Beckwith. thing. Was it Michael Beckwith? Yeah, that's it. Thank you. I was going to ask. Was it Saint Michael? <laughs> he he, he, he didn't. Is that a saint? He, he did good things. I'm not sure. It <laughs> that's is. one of them, right? Is that one of the four? I don't know the things. I don't know. And it was Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That's what I was thinking. There you go. That's, that's a, Michael's that's not the one Beatles, one. right? Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. So back in the '90s, I got tricked to go to an agape, uh, uh, like a what do they call that? Mass. Mass. Yeah. Service. Service, service, service. The better word. So attractive woman. She kind of seemed like she was flirting with me at the office. I'm listening. And <laughs> and so we talked back and forth a little bit. And she's like, hey, I'm doing something Sunday. You want to join me? And I'm like, great. So it turned out she was trying to get somebody to go to Agape. So the, the one in Culver City. Well, this one. I want to say this one was like on Olympic, like in West L.A. Maybe they moved. They might this have moved. a long time ago. Yeah. And I don't know if Agape is like just one thing or if they've expanded. Now they have more than oh, one. Oh, I think they I think it's a uh, I think you're right. I think they do have uh, various locations. But the one with the big one with Michael is the and again, that's it. Th- I believe we also went when they went to this new venue. Ah, uh, OK. All of this could be wrong. <laughs> well, so all I remember is is it it looked like if you just saw still pictures of it. It looked like casual Catholicism, like they weren't wearing all the robes and stuff, but they were doing a thing where they were doing something with incense. But oh, they then, were. But then there was somebody else who did a different thing. Like there were like four different kinds of religious sort of respect because hmm. it was spiritual, not religious. And so they were kind of my sense of it, what I thought it was, was, hey, we're all God's children or whatever you believe in. We're just here to to be spiritual and share our different um, yeah. traditions, mm-hmm. and, which I thought was cool. But also I was bored. <laughs> you know, there is that aspect of it as well that uh, but, but I kind of it was it was that it was like I, I figured one of my friends was like he goes he likes it because it doesn't have any of that dogma. Yeah. Ah. And, and so you'd go there and you would just feel you, you know, theoretically you would leave feeling better about yourself and life. Uh, and I think I even said on the one show there was the one time I got there. And again, the Oprah effect made it so crowded that the only seat available was up on the stage behind. <laughs> oh, no. So, so you had to sit. So you sit there. Huh. And then you've got hundreds of people looking at the at the pulpit, mm-hmm. I guess. And then you're one of the 50 behind. And it's like you you have to pay attention. Yeah. You, you <laughs> can't look at sleep. your shoes. You right. can't do anything. No yeah. phones. No phone. You got to you literally just. Yes, I'm listening. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, what, what do you want to be the guy who's just like, hmm, really? 
well, I do not want to be that guy. No, because I don't. Because I, I don't want somebody coming up afterwards and going. I noticed maybe you were a little <laughs> resistant. to oh, Christ! <laughs> Something just dawned on me, and it's unfortunately too late to do anything about it with my kids. But I, I actually, I've, I've finally come to the realization at this age. There is something to be said for being bored sometimes. And like if religion, if if church is the only place that that's going to happen, like when we were kids, I was bored all the time because I lived in the middle of nowhere. We had three channels, two and a half channels. Like one of them came in real fuzzy and uh, and my parents didn't want me watching TV all the time anyway. And so there's books or go outside. Those are the options. And so there was a lot of downtime, and a lot of boredom. But our kids have no downtime. There's nothing. There's never bored. There's always something. There's something to for them do. to do at every given moment. Yeah. And so like I kind of now I kind of wish I, I, I wouldn't want it to be religion, although maybe just this sort of vague non-denominational thing would have been good. But just some place where you go once a week, you're like, you're going to be bored out of your fucking mind. But then afterwards, you're going to appreciate the things that aren't boring more because well, you this just is went summer, that. right? Yeah. Bring them here once a week. <laughs> <laughs> that almost happened today, brother. They, they will be bored out of their minds. Yeah. Brother. Whatever. One of them, I mean, they're welcome anytime. Yeah. Uh, well, so yeah, when you say Zoe, that almost happened, it's not a... Uh, Zoe, Zoe was... I mean, she was able to just go hang out with a friend, but like she was uh, adrift today and I was like... I, I almost say I didn't suggest but I was like oh I guess she could have come to the office with me but well she's seen super troopers right I mean she uh, <laughs> she has not pretty great to meet uh, to meet our guest yeah she maybe uh, she would like it I don't know um, she's seen the spider verse three times already <laughs> three times yeah she's real into it wow and that's very much me like uh, like have you it, also seen it three times no no I just mean that's the, the 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 way that she when she likes something she goes crazy for it is very much like the way I am about things so I, I relate to it but it's also very much Elise as well I mean is it, yeah, it, sure. it's, it's safe to say it's the whole family yeah that's true um, but yeah it's it's I mean it was it was partly because she was she had made a plan to go on Friday with her friends and um, I was like, well, I want to see it the second it's out. So I was buying tickets for Thursday night and I was like, do you want to come with us even though you're seeing it Friday? And she was like, yeah, sure. So we saw it Thursday and she was like, cool, can't wait to see it tomorrow. <laughs> like, it's awesome. And um, as I'm sure you've heard, it's great. And then another friend of hers was like uh, someone who's like transferring into her school. So she's like going to be new. Um, uh, was like, hey, I, I want to go see, do you want to see Spider-Verse with me on Sunday? And she was like, oh, I, you know, I, it was nice. She like felt like I should make an effort to, um, you know, do something with this girl who's going to be new in the school and, you know, doesn't necessarily have a lot of friends. And she was like, I'll see you a third time. I don't care. Mm-hmm. So she was like, yeah, I'll go on Sunday. So she went last night. All of the Burbank AMC? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of that popcorn. <laughs> it's a lot of that yeah, popcorn. I don't know if she got popcorn. That's a good question. We, uh, we saw it yesterday. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I'm not. It's not life changing for me like it was uh, for for others. It wasn't life changing for me either. Uh, I just thought it was very good. Um, but I very much liked it. Yeah. Uh, uh, before the movie started, there was a um, a uh, an older black gentleman who was uh, talking to his wife or and or girlfriend. I don't know who she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, very loudly during the coming attractions. Now, I will say that during the trailers, the for whatever reason, the lights were up. Mm-hmm. We don't know why the lights were up. The lights were on. Yeah. And so he was talking, and then. The last, you know, then then it's that uh, the trailers are over. And then they're telling you how they've got the best sound system in the world. <laughs> and, you know, that's that thing. Yep. So that happens. And, and the woman goes, you know, I hear her go, I'm going to run to the bathroom, bathroom, restroom, whatever she said. So she leaves and the lights are still up and they're still showing you how Coca-Cola is poured. <laughs> and, um, uh, Smoothly, I hope. And then he picks up his phone and he starts talking like <laughs> he's just talking. This guy can't stop. And he's just talking and he's talking and he's like, yeah, yeah, and he's talking. And. It, uh, I've got, I've actually got an ear, uh, 
my earpiece thing in because uh, uh, I, you know, I, I can get direction at any time. Uh, I got an IFB in, <laughs> sure. and so you know, they're out in the truck telling yeah, me how to enjoy course. myself. Uh, you know, because of my tinnitus, I've got an earplug because uh-huh. it's very loud. Yeah, and so even with that, I hear everything he's saying, mm-hmm. and uh, but a little mu- and so the movie starts. By the way, the lights are still on mm-hmm. when the movie starts. Oh, that's not. Good. And we all kind of, everybody's looking around, and then what you know, it, it was almost it was very funny. It was almost as if. 12 guys at once went like this and the closest guy <laughs> got up and started moving nice. so we're like oh he's got it yeah and so he goes out the lights come down and he's still talking oh, and i turn around and i go i go sir and he goes and he stares at me like he's going to punch me in the face okay and he goes what <laughs> i go i go I, I go can you stop talking it's not the movie i go it is the movie I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh. Okay, okay. okay. I, hey, I gotta go, man. Movie starting. Wow. And he hangs up, and I'm like, uh, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm turning around, and I'm still kind of, I still had the because of his first reaction. Mm-hmm. I'm still kind of like, oh fuck. Mm-hmm. Now it's gonna be awkward for two and a half hours of uh, Spider-Man, and then my chair gets, he kicks my chair, <laughs> and I go, uh, I go, I, I turn around, and he goes. I'm really sorry. I didn't know the movie was starting. He goes, uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm off now. Wait a minute. We're good to go. Spider-Man. And, uh, and I do a thing that I've never done in my life. I grab his ankle and tell him no stress. <laughs> ankle. I grab his ankle. Because of the stadium seats. Yeah. Because I go, I go we're, 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 no stress. That's fantastic. Uh, but it was great. I, I loved that. Like, he also was like, I, I want to watch. I want to enjoy this movie. I don't want this guy thinking that yeah, I'm an yeah, asshole. Right. Let's and clear the let's air. Let's clear the yeah. air. That's, nice. That's so funny because I... I mean, this this only is an issue when you go for at least in my experience, it, 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 the the odds of this being an issue intensify and 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 become exponentially greater when you go to the opening night of a thing, right? Where whereas like if you see a thing a week later, usually it's chill. But like I see a lot of movies that kids want to see, obviously. Yes. And when you go the first weekend, there's gonna be some kids that are annoying. And so the, I was in the same boat on Thursday. I was like. Is this guy gonna wrap this up? It wasn't a phone. It was just like chitter chatter, mm-hmm. and there's just a lot of busyness. And I, I don't understand people who will come in, sit there for 15 minutes, and then like as soon as the fucking thing starts, they're like I, I got to go to the bathroom. Like you had all this time where you don't need to see any of this other bullshit. This is nothing. Like what is it in you that you like? I can't. I think it's panic. Possibly see the whole movie, uh, or maybe they just think. I think some people believe like the old days there would be credits at the beginning. And you're like I don't need to see all that, and it's almost like it angers them to have to sit through mm. that. So they're like, let me do my thing when that's happening. But movies don't really do that that much anymore. More. It tends to be all at the end. They don't slow boat it. They, yeah, yeah. They have uh, the they have the opening credits at the end, and then there's usually a little thing, and then the scroll of you know whatever. Right. So yeah, I just don't. It's so weird. But luckily, our theater was mostly chill. There was a kid who, two or three times, and he was like two rows ahead of us. He stood up to get to go, but he would stand up, turn around to like. So now he's facing us, and and just be busy work like i don't and then at least i was like well, how come I, afterwards i was like how come every time that guy got up he couldn't just leave he had to get up and then stand there for five minutes like he was like doing elliot's thing where he's like keys wallet phone keys, wallet, phone. <laughs> i was like just get the fuck out of here and come back why are you being so slow and then she was like oh he was he was he was getting he was getting everybody's stuff for refills like he was the oh. refill oh, he's a refill guy and that's why the refill the, the refill thing is is fucking up the movies like don't do that just give them a bigger thing what stop giving people refills stop I, with the refills i know it's a sales thing but come on i don't like it i need to stop i'm not mad at the refill but i hear what you're saying <laughs> i don't i don't partake 
I, and when I'm in a movie, I'm in the fucking movie. I mean, I'm in the movie unless I'm in it. No, you're not. In it. You're, you're, you're not an actor. You did comedy. Bang, bang. That's as close you've got. Um, I uh, unless it's a panic, I have to go to the bathroom. I, I also I, although I will two hours, 20 minutes. I was I was all in. I did not get up once nice. during uh, during the Spider-Verse. Uh, and again, I enjoyed it. Oliver loved it. And Danielle loved it. Yeah. They loved it. But it's for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went because I knew you assholes would want to mention it. And uh, <laughs> well, I'm sure Elliot didn't see it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ellie his... was at Agape. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, before our guest gets here, I do want to say that, uh, by the way, thanks to the folks that came out to Flappers on uh, Saturday oh. night. Uh, Paul Gilmartin opened. Oh, cool. Uh, he did his uh, Richard Martin character. Awesome. And uh, which he was, I don't think it was to be out of school. I think he would tell you the same thing. He was a little bit panicked because uh, he had not really done it in front of a, lack of a better word, a generic comedy audience. Mm. He has done it only kind of uh, back when he was... Uh, uh, friendly with Jimmy Dore. Uh, he would do one of the Jimmy Dore shows right. where they're kind of like, yeah, Republicans are fucking stupid, man. Yeah. And so he does, it's a Republican congressman and, uh, you know, he goes up there and he's got the, you know, the khaki pants on and the tucked in shirt and the red tie and says the word neat a lot. <laughs> and uh, it's really funny. It's really, really so funny. Good. And it did very, very well. Oh, good. And the other guys, Kyle and uh, Greg did well as they do each and every month. And, uh, uh, and then I will say, so uh, uh, friend of the show, Ted was there. Ted Sullivan was there, as, awesome. as well as a guest in front of the show, uh, Chris Regan was there. Oh, cool! And then some other folks. Uh, I saw some other Never Not Funny shirts out there. I didn't have a chance to say hello to those folks afterwards, and then uh, some strangers. I I'm on a new med that I started Friday that kind of made me out of it. So I was not at the top of my game, mm. and so I would. Uh, but that said, the feedback was all positive. I, got, I received uh, very positive feedback on the show, but uh, you know I. Still felt like I was not as quick and sharp as I usually am. Hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, if, if they all left there happy, I'm happy. Great. And uh, I like a loopy pardo. I, I it, mean. Was, it wasn't loopy. It wasn't <laughs> loopy. It was a um, foggy, foggy, just not. And, and even even on this, you know, the, whatever the other med that's causing memory issues. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even that it was like I literally was like yeah. I was a step behind myself. And I don't like that. Yeah. I like being a step ahead of. Uh, although again, the feedback was uh, you're out of your fucking mind, mm-hmm. um, blah blah blah. But uh, well, if you're three steps ahead of most people, and now you're only two steps, I guess that's a good call. Still two steps. Yeah, yeah still two steps. One step forward, two step back. That's not what you said. Come no. together. You said something. something uh, right positive. now, over me. Uh, <laughs> what a mashup. That's I, a great now, cover. Now I want to hear that. That uh, that may be on an upcoming episode of Jimmy's Records and Tapes. Another a uh, covers part two maybe oh, coming cool. uh, uh, shortly, uh, or. In a year, I don't know when that, yeah. when those are going to happen. We're, we're at the mercy of a union that may or may not be going on strike. Right. Oh boy! Um, hey, just so if people are wondering why I sound sleepy, or you might be wondering why I look sleepy, I just let me quickly say my weekend was full of uh, crazy activities. We went to we took Zoe to uh, there's a there was a f- music festival outside the Rose Bowl. I don't know if you know about this. The, I do know. Yes. Yeah. Reset. Um, her favorite band, Boy Genius, was playing, so we went, and uh, it was great, really fun, uh, really cool. Let me interrupt. When yeah. you say favorite band, yeah. are we excluding Taylor Swift? Yes. Thank you. Well, uh, yeah, because he was, a, he was a, a solo artist. I would separate the two, yes. Boy Genius is the band with um, Phoebe Bridgers and uh, Lucy Dacus and uh, I don't remember the, Julian something, Julian, Julian Baker. Michaels. Julian is it Mike. Julian Michaels or Julie? I think Julian, Julian Michaels Julian. is that woman that'll help you lose weight. Yeah, it's <laughs> Julian Baker, maybe? Um, you think of Josephine Baker? <laughs> Maybe I might be. Uh, anyway, they're great, um, and yeah, like she doesn't like a lot of other bands per se, I guess. But um, 
uh, it was fun to she you know she went we, we, she we brought a friend of hers or we met a friend of hers there i guess and so they were just down up in the front and we that the i don't know if you've ever seen anything out there or if you've you've been you've probably parked there for rose bowl events where you you know like where you it looks like a golf course basically yes um so like there's like little grassy knolls and stuff and so there's a big area of you know big lawn and then in the back there's these like little hills and we at least and i found a nice spot on the hill and sat there and uh what charlie do charlie had a babysitter perfect yeah he stayed home uh, he didn't he had no interest in this he doesn't like boy genius uh, no <laughs> he in fact if i remember correctly that's when i spoke to him at bob's baby boy he turns to me and, goes, and, and i'm very serious when i say this you're gonna think i'm making a joke he turned to me and he said do you hate Phoebe Bridgers as much as I do? <laughs> and I said, I said, I got to be honest, Charlie. I don't know who that is. And he said, I, I, I hate her. And she's starting a new kind of super group with the Dacus chick. And I, I'm going to hate them. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then I said. You're not that far off from what he would really say to you. Because every time it's on in the car, he's just like, ugh. He's like, this is so boring. And, oh, one time he was like, that put me to, like, he literally was like, I fell asleep because of that. And it was like late at night and we were driving home. And it was like, you fell asleep because it's 10 o'clock. Like, yeah, we were listening to Iron Maiden. You yeah. fell asleep. But he's like, no, nah, it's terrible. Anyway, yeah. So he, he had, and also he had a soccer game saturday and then another one sunday morning so like his so that was the the whole weekend was just like soccer game went to this concert woke up i had a soccer game sunday morning then i went to his soccer game do? uh we lost to the one team that we are capable of beating oh, which no. was very, very frustrating <laughs> oh, no. really annoying when that happens um but uh and this is the team we beat seven nothing the last time we played them so it's crazy that we what lost you, what was the score on this one one nil good even to get one huh I know. Was, well, last time he got seven. If you really want to know the ins and outs of it, you don't. But we usually are struggling to get like enough people to show up, and so there's the team itself is of is a large group of people because usually half the people aren't available. This time, fifteen people. This is seven v seven. Fifteen people showed up. So you guys had to rotate in and out. We had too many people, and it just was it. It became chaotic yeah. trying to sub people in and out, and so nobody knew what they were supposed to be doing. There was no chemistry. It was kind of a disaster. And uh, so I'm going to cut some guys from the team. I have no authority. Are you, are you, are you the I have no authority to do so, but I feel it's time to cut. Well, some I don't. Uh, let, me, let me ask you a question. Uh, I understand the premise of having 15. Yeah. Because sometimes four of you will show up. Right. But sh- shouldn't seven of them start their own team? I think because so. you guys are late. On, you guys are low on teams too, right? Yes, that would be great. Or there should be a there should be a group of people who are like. You guys are the reserves. Sorry. Like, apologies to you, but there's guys who don't have uniforms. And so, like, they should be, like, if everybody who has been with the team since day one is there, then those guys. Yeah. You you don't need to show up. It's like, hey, you got the day off, guys. Don't worry about it. Get in your car. Um, Like, and some of them are good players. Some of them maybe aren't as good. It doesn't matter. It's just like, we've got 10. That's great. We're, we're, we're set. Anyway, that's a whole other issue. Anyway, so we went. Again, you don't have the authority. I don't have the authority. And really, no one does. It's kind of a, it's kind of an anarchic uh, system. Like, there's, there's a guy who put the team together, but he, he doesn't have any interest in being like the manager of everybody, you know, right. which, which I understand. And I accept that. Like, he's, he just wanted to play soccer so anyway so we lost charlie's team won which is great and then um and then charlie and i went to lafc last night to watch them lose a cup final which was very disappointing mm. but uh i was screaming all I, I i didn't scream that much at the concert but i screreamed a lot at the soccer game last night well, that so. makes sense because the, the concert was for children <laughs> and, uh, and, and the soccer game you're very much into so that yeah makes sense. that's a good point uh let me ask you a question about the soccer and i know you i've asked you this before but i want an answer yeah because, again, I'm on some med that makes me forget that something that happened today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you take the train down there or you, you drive? We drove. Uh, a friend of mine was also going. So he he's he's always very, he's, he 
doesn't mind driving and um we have a we have a good system for parking down there so we've we we we, uh, we used to take the train before covid that we do that every time and now it's like if he's going he's willing to drive i'm going to take the ride over the train anytime. you are because it's quicker and it, it's it's quicker. it's quicker even with the parking it's yeah we park off site and walk like 20 minutes and it's still quicker Fine. great and also it's quicker to get home because like when you're getting home from a game especially a night game on the train it's just waiting for the train is very time consuming what you just kind of interrupt real fast yeah. and i'm completely off topic yeah I, you know go ahead i'll I'll, make, I'll write it down I'll make uh, it i was just myself. gonna say charlie does not like the train and he especially didn't like it the last time we did it coming home from a night game because it's creepy. It is creepy. I agree. And I, I totally understand that. I, as an adult, find it slightly creepy. And he's a child who's, you know, you could see some stuff that you don't want to see. When I go to the concerts at the Staples Center or the uh, Club Nokia, not Club Nokia, but the Nokia. Whatever it's called. Uh, Microsoft now, I think it's yeah. called. Um, and I take the train. Uh, going there, I feel great. Mm-hmm. I got my head, you know, I, I put some music on yeah. and I listen. And on the way home, I don't I don't really even listen to music because I really don't want, I want to know everything that's going on around me mm-hmm. because you're coming home at midnight and that is just a different group of folks it's on there. sketchy. And it's sketchy and it's scary. Yeah. Uh, Gil Martin just had an interaction where some guy got in his face. Like oh it just was a... Uh, <laughs> was oh, it Jimmy Dore? It was Jimmy Dore. <laughs> I hear you're bad mouthing me. Uh, he, uh, some guy went. Uh, oh, what was it? I got the mob on my side, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, you want to come at me? I got the mob on my. I'm paraphrasing. It. Whatever it was, Gil Martin. Next time he's here, I'll have him tell it. Yeah. But it was like, and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, and it's funny, but I'm scared for my life. Yeah, it's a funny story now, but in the moment, it must have been terrifying. Yes. Uh, all right. Hey, very quickly, I, what I wanted to say is, um, uh, if you if you need to get a hold of me, fanclub at jimmyparto.com is the way to do that. Mm-hmm. Fanclub at jimmyparto.com is the way to write me directly. Uh, don't message me anywhere on Facebook because I don't get them. No. Uh, they either they send you in a place where it says uh, message requests mm-hmm. or there's some other thing going on and then I can't access those. Right. Uh, it's all freaking weird. So I see that some folks have messaged me and don't write me and go, well, here's how you access those. I don't want to access those. <laughs> That's my private account. Right. My Jim Pardo account is for friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, fan And then also if you have issues with, uh, subscriptions or whatever like that yeah, yeah. info at never not funny.com is the way to go on that so uh, there was some uh, confusion over the weekend uh, got some oh. emails about that okay uh, at my uh, uh, to me mm-hmm. uh, so um, don't to... don't email me about uh, your subscription I don't know what to do <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I know what to do and what I don't know Matt will know so yeah that's uh, yes I cannot say that. we made jokes and yes I'm involved with the business side of it because it's you know Matt and I started this business uh, but I am truly the guy who shows up and talks I am I am the Conan O'Brien of this yeah, program that's our goal for you yeah. yes. I could see people being like I don't know I don't really need to go to the website and look this up I know that there's an email that's fan couple at Jimmy Parter they might think that goes to an intermediary before it gets to you it do not it do not it goes right to you that so. goes directly to me and and the other I'll just add to that like um, because I think that we had some issue with this last week maybe or a few weeks ago um also like if use that same thing info at never or fan club at jimmy if you want to reach jimmy uh don't don't message us on instagram or 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 our, our, our facebook account page like we may or may not or, see or it. twitter either i mean garen yeah. garen looks at that but that's 
it's just not, not the fastest re- way to get it's your not reliable yeah like we'd rather not like, it's not that we're never checking it it's just that, like we don't want that to be the point of contact and, and th- by the way this sounds like we're being negative we're being positive yeah yeah no I, it, it's great it, reach out to me whenever you want at fanclubatreport.com yeah. I, I welcome the, the messages I'm slow getting back to you yeah. but I welcome them yeah. I, we're, it just we're telling you that uh, we're old men and, <laughs> and Instagram and Twitter and Facebook uh, are, is not that is not the place to message us well the yeah. thing with Instagram and, tw- and Facebook which is like I touch that a little bit with the putting pictures up is like you know the the um i use the i don't want to go on facebook so and and it's easier to use the meta business suite or the frig they call that thing Uh because it posts to instagram and facebook at the same time but it's a terrible app and to like weed your way through to get to the messages in it it's just not like i'd rather not do it like if you want to reach us like we'll we'll yes we see comments there but if you want to reach us directly that's just use the email that's what i do it and, and, we, and we welcome yes Karen, you were gonna say we very rarely oh get... jesus christ the door's opening <laughs> <laughs> come on in jay right. Jay, uh, Jay Chandra Sekar has just joined us uh, from the uh, Broken Lizard group of folks. He's also a director in his own right. He's probably trying to break away from those other fucking anchors for a while. Is <laughs> my guest trying to shake those guys loose? I don't blame him. That Kevin guy shows up. I don't need him wheezing in my face. Uh, you were saying, Gary. We don't get notifications for a lot of these messages because right. if we're not following you, we're not going to know you message us. Oh, that's a great point. So it's not that we're not seeing them or we're not, well, we aren't seeing them, but it's not like we're not trying to not answer. We just don't know because yeah. we don't get. You yeah. Know, All right. There we go. There, there, there we go. Man, but I cannot be more clear. We're four old white dudes <laughs> that don't know how to use the internet and we're not interested in learning. So info at never fun, never not funny.com for any business thing. And uh, fan club at Jimmy Parter.com to contact me and have a conversation. Business or technical. Uh, technical business or technical to him. And, and if, if I may also, um, some folks will email me at the INDHD email address. That's fine, but don't do that for never not funny stuff because I don't check that very often. Yeah. I do know how all these things work. I just don't want okay. to have to. We all, I know that, Elliot. It was a fucking joke. I know. I know. <laughs> I don't really think this Kevin Everton wheezes either. It's a fuck, <laughs> Things I say are for humor, you fucking nimrod. I, look, <laughs> you, you insecure weirdo. That, I, I want to point out that I know how to use those platforms. We know you do. Yeah, but then you don't get the paragraph of, hey, Elliot, uh, I know you don't know how Facebook works, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait. I, let me say this. Yes, I do. Because I get them at mine. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Jimmy, I know yeah. that you don't really blah, 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 blah. So. And also, I can't be more clear. Stop with the fucking guest suggestions. I can't be more clear. I can't be. If somebody, if I'll say it the way I've said it a million times. I've either reached out to that person and that person has no interest or the schedule is not aligned. Mm. Or if they've not been booked, I don't have a fucking interest in that person coming on. Yeah. Right. Yes, there are some blind spots with some of the younger comedians. I get that. Again, I'm an old white dude. There are some young guys out there uh, that I may not know. And maybe a little prodding would be helpful. But I still don't like the way you present it. <laughs> How about this? If somebody if somebody likes a comedian who they think you may have never heard of because they're, yes. they're less well known. Hey, check out this special. Check out this special. Check out this, you know, they're, they're set on YouTube, that sort of thing. Because then you're yeah. providing uh, entertainment. You can just tweet that info at me without tagging them. Yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> um, I feel like, uh, go positive, or we kind of were positive. It was all positive and until then, you <laughs> had to show off that you know how to use Instagram. <laughs> You showing off in front of a director? You trying to get uh, <laughs> an AD job? No, that's what's happening. I hear that this Kevin guy's leaving Broken Lizard. You, there, there might be a spot for him over there. Yeah, this guy used to do improv. He usually he does singing improv. You need a singing improvisationer. Good sentence. First of all, don't hire me. I don't know how to form a sentence. Uh, he knows how to do it. All right, yeah. yeah finish your sentence. Uh, then we got to take a break. So, um, although I don't know if it's showing up today, uh, the trading cards oh, yeah. have been manufactured. <gasps> And they're coming. I, we're going to get some here 
maybe today we'll get a chance to look at them. I don't know. Yeah. But um, a, f- a bunch of folks emailed saying, hey, I just want to make sure that I didn't do my address or, or wrong or something, blah, blah, blah. We are sometimes I'm, I'm saying by the end of June, just because I don't know if there's within be the some, month, within the month. But we will have everything that we need in order to begin that process this week. Things take time to get manufactured. That's correct. And and we had to we wait. mostly use China. <laughs> right. We go out. We go out of the country. <laughs> Actually, the, the trading cards were manufactured in the United States. Oh, so you want to suck the fun out of my joke? As yeah, well? I do, because I'm kind of proud of it. <laughs> no, I know we are. I, I, and I believe the socks are also manufactured yeah. here in the States. We try to do everything here in the States. We love this country. Right? Love it or leave it, you assholes. It's starting to go too far in the other direction. Love it or leave it. Slow Let's down. make this country great. Turn, 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 turn into the skin. Turn into the skin. Turn into the skin. But yeah, so so uh, so things will start happening soon. It, we had to figure out our, our uh, quantities and stuff, and so that made it take a little bit longer. But they're coming uh, soon. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's 12.08. Now we're being disrespectful to our guest. He's sitting there quietly and patiently. Well, I just realized I was Mike. You are Mike. You can speak up if you like. Yes, so I've been sitting here quietly the whole time <laughs> getting ready to be Miked. Yes. This guy said you're going to be Miked. But what you meant was by sitting you, here, yes, I would you, be Miked. Oh, did you think it was like... I thought someone's going to Mike me. And I'm <laughs> like, where's that, oh, where's that guy? Oh, no. All right. You got to change up your wording in the hallway. Yeah, yeah. that's never crossed my yeah. mind. Like yeah. my, my mother-in-law is trying to fly out here from Baltimore. And she's like, I have no idea how to get a ticket. And my wife's like, just Google the American Airlines, you know website and uh you know print it and she goes i don't have google oh boy and you're like and it reminds me of you guys right here. Oh, oh, oh so we're like your mom a little bit like you know i don't have google yeah how old is your mom out of curiosity because i don't disagree i'm probably like your mom it's my mother-in-law she's 83 83 years old you know what let's be fair to 83 they might not understand the internet so maybe maybe you could be a kind son-in-law and get that ticket for her. we're taking care of it okay good we're taking care you of know it's, it is hard to get a physical ticket now like my dad was visiting he's 82 and like he was going home and he was like i just want my boarding pass printed out and i was like let me get let me figure that out for you going on their website it's not simple anymore they really want you to use your phone they want you to use that app, right? yeah so right. my my father-in-law offered to drive to the baltimore airport to get a printout wow. for his wife who's coming here that's a nice man very nice man or a board man it's <laughs> a guy that's looking for something to do I mean uh, they would be very confused by that uh, I had to go to the airport once to buy I, I wanted to buy my mom and my stepdad and my brother uh, tickets to fly out here for my wedding and uh, I, I wanted to do it in a gift certificate form so that they could then buy their own tickets and uh, I was told to go to the airport to do that and then when I arrived nobody was expecting my arrival <laughs> they did not know what the hell I was talking about like they all were confused by it yeah. and so yeah that's a uh, showing up to buy anything at the airport these days would be very uh it's, it makes you look suspicious, honestly. It does. Yeah. Mm. Uh, remember the old to. days? Remember nine ten of 2001? <laughs> just walk in and take any flight you wanted. Yeah. Flights no were different. And you wear your shoes, whatever you want. There's no more grand gestures at the airport anymore. Not really. I mean, you could do it in the you lobby do it, or You could do it in the, uh, the luggage area. But then it's really anticlimactic. It is. Ted Lasso, I don't want to spoil anything for the last episode of Ted Lasso, but they sort of played with that notion. Yeah. I won't be more specific. But... Uh, it comes up. <laughs> Airport turn valve. I don't know why I mentioned it now that I realize I don't want to spoil yeah, it. Yeah, it's just spoil. All right, let's take a break. Uh, take a break. We've to- we've given you your marching orders. You know the emails. Quit fucking around. And again, I'm, I mean this no. all positively. 
right. I, I welcome all messages. Yeah, write Jimmy. Tell you, let, let him know what you think of uh, of the show. Tell, give him all your thoughts. Or even write if you were at Flappers on on Saturday and you left, you were in a Never Not Funny shirt and you left. Uh, write me and tell me how great my show was. <laughs> <laughs> and don't write me with any fucking critique. I'll tell you that because that is a way to get blocked. Uh, <laughs> all right, when we come back, uh, Jay's going to join us at the big table where he'll be mic'd properly. Yep. And then uh, we will also, uh, we got Oliver's trivia question. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about this movie that's over on the Hulu, Quasi, which I guess has been on for a while now, but I just uh, uh, learned about it a month and a half ago, and I haven't had the opportunity to see it yet. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Is it it available? Is is. it available? It is. And you're the only person who pronounces the channel that way, and I dig it. I said it for humor. I should tell you that. Oh, okay. Uh, Did I just just say the Hulu? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's for humor. Uh, I love it. we're just so immune to it, no one even laughs anymore when he does that. We're just like, yes. No, I, I, Jay, my whole thing is I, for humor, I, put, I will put the accent on the wrong syllable to, make, for, to, to apparently make a child laugh. And, uh, and you. So yeah. it's working. It was good. And again, they're immune to it. They hear it every, uh-huh. twice a week, sometimes three times a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll be right Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits, the SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's a, When you go on and on about Shopify, you sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as uh, much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if we, illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something and then Matt responds. And it's very, very never not funny. Very brand. organic. Very uh, organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now. 
to try ZipRecruiter for free, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And uh, look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, that was your... Your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't. It's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners, know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you, so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. <laughs> uh, that is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 3215 of the award winning podcast, Funny. Jay Chandrasekhar is here, right? I got it. You nailed it. Mm-hmm. I nailed it. Uh, it was controversy off the air, but I got it. And uh, I'm probably going to give myself a patch when I go home. I'm probably going <laughs> to stop at the at the Boy Scout store and get one of the patches. I'll tell you what. I'll ma- have a patch made up and I'll send it over. You're going to have a, you, a, yeah. you, got a, you got a guy for this? Yeah, and I'll have, I'll have him sew it on to whatever you need. Sew it on. <laughs> I'll probably put it right on my Cub Scout uniform. Perfect. Great. Yeah, you know I'm a den leader. Uh, <laughs> I do now. Uh, you know, I like to get out there and put my kerchief on and have the kids play horseshoes. And then uh, weirdly get religious for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> sure. uh, Jay is uh, the director and also in, right? You're also in the uh, the new uh, uh, Broken Lizard film, Quasi. Yep. That's on the Hulu. And uh, it uh, is it all you guys? Yeah, it's a... It's a- the five of us in Broken Lizard, and we wrote it, uh, were in it multiple times. You guys play multiple characters. You know, we wrote it back when we were also writing Super Troopers, way, way back. Wow. Because at the time, you know, we thought, oh, we'll be like Monty Python, so we'll make movies. Like, that movie's set in in, in, in France in the 12th century. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we thought, oh, yeah, we'll, you know, play all these parts. And, and But nobody ever, every time we made money for a studio, they'd say, what else do you have? And we'd show them that. And they say, what else do you have? Right. Uh, and because um, it was going to be a little expensive. And this time when we made Super Troopers 2 and made money for Fox Searchlight, they said, what else do you have? We showed that to them. And they're like, well, we make period pieces all the time. And so they said, yeah, let's do it. Great. Yeah. Nice. Uh, uh, now, you, since you brought up Super Troopers, I, I will bore you with this very quickly. I was doing standing up comedy. I was in El Paso, Texas with my friend Mike Schmidt. And it was, uh, uh, I, I had not uh, been the guy where I insisted on a hotel yet. So I was willing to stay in the comedy condo. Uh, so Mike and I were sharing this uh, basically apartment for the week while we worked at the club. And on Saturday, it was pouring rain and we couldn't leave. So we ordered food in. And we could only watch what was available on the on the VHS tapes that were in this apartment. And one of them was Super Troopers. And Mike said, should we watch this thing? Oh, yeah, pop that thing in. I knew nothing about it. And, Jay, I'm not kidding. Uh, I was punching the sofa. I was laughing so fucking hard. It was hysterical. I loved it. And I was all in on Broken Lizard. Oh, that's fantastic. With the exception of this quasi that I'm dragging my heels on. <laughs> uh, we saw, I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be able to pull it. Uh, it's not Club Dread. Yeah. Oh, it is. My wife and I saw that at the Chinese Theater opening day. That's incredible. We're all in on Broken that's Lizard. That's fantastic. Again, but except for, just like the studios, I'm not so invested in this quasi yet. <laughs> I'm going to wait until you make me a couple of bucks. Okay. Uh, Anyway, you've heard this from everybody. Super Troopers was hysterical. Uh, Just nonstop jokes. And you guys were in. uh, You guys were way out of the game with Brian Cox. 
Well, we, you know, we originally we offered that part to uh, Bill Murray and, um, you know, because why not? right? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's likely to do a million dollar movie. Uh, and so we called his agent and his agent's like, yeah, great. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to him. But just let me tell you how it works. So Bill calls in every six months from a payphone. If I'm not at my desk, I won't talk to him for another six months. He goes, but if I happen to be at my desk over the next six months and he, and he calls, I'll tell him about this movie that you're offering almost zero dollars to. <laughs> and uh, then I'll call you back and I'll tell you he's not going to do it. Okay. So what do you want me to do? <laughs> so, so You moved on. We moved on. And then Brian Cox's agent called and said, Brian read the script and wants to do this movie. And we're like, what? Really? And so we said, absolutely, sure. What was he known for at the time? I, 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 to me, that was, my, that was my first introduction to Brian Cox. He was the original Hannibal Lecter in a movie called Manhunter. I did know that, actually. Right? And yeah. then uh, he was in Rushmore. Uh, right, he, right. he played like the, the uh, maybe the headmaster who gets paralyzed or, or mm-hmm. gets a stroke or something. And that was what they said. You know, he's funny. Hey, watch Rushmore. And you're like, well, he doesn't get paralyzed. And he's sort of a, you know, and I'm like, I guess that's funny. But there was no way to know rhythm from that. Right. Mm. But he was a real actor and we were fake actors. <laughs> uh, and we thought, you know, we put this guy in the movie. We might actually look like maybe think people think we're real actors. Right. <laughs> and it kind of, like, it kind of worked. Yeah, it did yeah, work. Totally. Yeah. If you guys match his shenanigans, goddammit, he's, he's hysterical. Well, he has great timing. And, and what he originally thought his life was going to be is he thought he would be Jerry Lewis. Oh, he wow. thought he was going to have that career. Really? And huh. then he got cast in all these dramas. And he was always like, oh, but I'm, I want to be Jerry Lewis. Right. And wow. uh, then with us, he kind of got You to gave him the chance yeah. to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, was there ever talk of casting him again in another film? Or I know you again, you're, you're very involved in sitcoms and stuff. Of getting Brian Cox to come out by to be a clown in one of those. Well, I think if it's a soup, if it's a broken lizard movie, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, if you ever see this movie on the Hulu, you'll you'll hear his voice. Oh, okay. uh, he's the voiceover because uh, you know, old British guy. He's got a great uh, voice, even though he's Scottish. Um, but I wrote him a movie, uh, a role in a new movie that is basically. Um, it's like a golf, a Scottish golf trip movie that turns into something like The Hangover, uh, and it's set in Scotland, and he's Scottish. So I'm going to try to get him to do that. Oh, nice. he's in. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Remind him that he wants to be Jerry Lewis. <laughs> I think just, so. Just get, yeah, he's yeah. in. Um, I mean, the guy's doing McDonald's commercials. I mean, he's obviously <laughs> struggling at the moment. There's yeah. a number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, great. Uh, all right. Well, it qualifies the new film. Uh, tell me about you. Can I quickly ask? Yeah, go ahead. Do you guys pronounce it quasi or do you say quasi? It's quasi, but I thought that was his little routine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I, I, I don't know. I'm doing my, my, sometimes I'm doing I do know it's a bit. Sometimes I just don't know. Yeah, it's, it would be quasi because it's quasimodo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm saying quasi as if it's a, a quasi it. whatever. I'm being, uh, yeah. I'm being disrespectful to our guests <laughs> is what I'm doing. I love it. Uh, quasi. You happy now? Very uh, uh, maybe that's why I can't find it. I, that's why I have a lot of time. I'm looking for it. using do, voice search. I'm doing voice search. Siri, quasi. quasi. Uh, we have found nothing. I can't watch it again. I, I can't do my prep for the Monday show. Um, the uh, I, I know nothing about you or your personal life. Uh, you mentioned, uh, you, you you said something about a, a physicist or something off the air, I forget, or a scientist. And you said, might have said also from Chicago. Are you from Chicago? I'm from the Chicago suburbs, Hins- Hinsdale. Uh, Hinsdale is a northwest? It's straight west. It is, okay. And, and then I went to school uh, north in Lake Forest uh, Academy. Um, 
You grew up there your whole life? Yeah. My house is, my family still lives there. Uh, I am from the south suburbs. I'm from Oak Forest. Oh, yeah. And my dad lives, uh, probably not, he's in Westmont. Oh, yeah. Which is near. Yeah, fairly close. Right? It's Downers Grove West, area. Yeah, I went to uh, grade school in Downers Grove. All right. So, yeah. And, uh, uh, and back when I worked for MCA Records, which I did uh, back in the 80s, I had an account in Downers Grove. Uh, Sound Warehouse was a, uh, <laughs> sure. a record store right on. Sure. Ca- is that Cass or Maine? I won't know. Yeah. Uh, anyway. You're a White Sox fan? I am a White Sox fan. Yeah, I'm a Cubs fan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time. <laughs> I don't. I agree. I don't give a shit. Uh, I'm not one of those guys. I, there's a lot of dumb Southsiders. Like, hey, it's a good day, Jim. Sox won, Cubs lost. I, I hope they both win. I hope they both win 162 games and play each other in the World Series. And then it goes to seven games, and one of them wins. I would prefer it to be the White Sox. Right. Because I grew up in the South Suburbs. But uh, yeah, I'm a diehard uh, uh, Sox fan, and we are having a shitty year. Yeah, uh, and how invested in the Cubs are you? Well, the Cubs started hot, and yes. and they were not considered to be a good team going into the season, and they started hot. So everyone's like, "Oh no, maybe this is going to happen," and then they 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 slowed down. Uh, but I think they've beaten San Diego the last two days. Yes, so, they did. So maybe they're kind of turning it back around. Uh, I don't know. You know, we we're we're pretty low, so there's only up to go. Um, <laughs> sort of like the Bears. I don't follow football. I oh. don't. Uh, I rebelled against my my stepfather and my stepbrothers and my brother loved yeah. Sunday football, and I uh, chose to make uh, a Darth Vader masks in my room out of paper bags. <laughs> uh, to um, uh, to re- uh, that was my rebellion against uh, literally the rebellion. I guess no, the other side. Of the yeah, rebellion. he was on the other side of it. I don't follow. Him. <laughs> yeah, you didn't keep up with it. After you, that. you were rooting for the Imperial forces. I guess I misunderstood the movie. Um. So, uh, yeah, Marcus Stroman uh, had a great game uh, yesterday yeah. against the, yeah. uh, the yeah. Padres. And uh, I also like if you're not following him on Twitter and I know Twitter's a shitbag right now, but he is wonderfully outspoken and will shoot down the MAGA guys and what's happening in baseball because, of, you know, the Dodgers, which we talked way too much about last episode, but the the whole pride thing and yeah. how there's a bunch of guys that I don't know about. The, why don't they get a whole month, Jim? Mm-hmm. Those assholes. Marcus Stroman's like, uh, because uh, you have every day of your life not being afraid of somebody hating you. Yeah. Uh, they only have this month. Give them a fucking month. Yeah. Um, he's really great. Uh, I, I noticed all that. I was I was. Uh I mean, because I didn't know where he was from or what his old deal was. I was very surprised. Yeah, I was too. You know? Uh, where is he from? Is he from? I don't know. Like, I just see, I've just seen him pitch. That's and, it. And he does a great I, I've yeah. only seen him pitch and tweet, and so far, so good. <laughs> so far, so good. Yeah, yeah, get him on the show. Uh, you know what? I, there are times when he's tweeting where I'm like, you know, I think he'd be a good guest. Yeah. Uh, the Cubs are in town. Well, we're booked until because we go on vacation, but the Cubs. No, the, the White Sox are in town. They're playing the Dodgers next week. I get confused. I want to look into it. When are the Cubs playing the Dodgers next? And let's get Marcus Stroman on the, on the show. We've never had, have, we, have we had an athlete? We've covered everybody. Yeah, we we've had, had an athlete. We've had Cole Cabana. We've had a wrestler. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, that's, but that's, that's acting, and he says it is. <laughs> yes, it's true. But it, it's we athletic have, acting. But we have not had a basketball player, a football player. Or, no, I don't think so. Right? I mean, Tom Arnold will tell you he played football in college, <laughs> but that doesn't count. <laughs> and, and didn't uh, Matt Iceman, wasn't he? Uh, oh, Matt oh, yeah, Iceman. Matt Iceman, yeah. He seems like he looks like a football he's just, player. He's just, he's just got the wrestler neck. Yeah. <laughs> right? Marcus Stroman, where's he from originally, Garen? He's from uh, Medford, New York. All right. So oh, he's, nice. uh, I don't know Medford. Is that? Uh, either. I know Medford, Massachusetts, but I don't know Medford, New York. I guess we, I, I wonder which way they vote. Maybe uh, Marcus's family uh, stands out. Hmm. Doesn't matter. Jay is here. On Long Island. <laughs> it's on Long Island? Uh, Long Island. Yeah. What happened the first time? Why did you read? Why did you read? <laughs> well, I was saying it like a long 
long uh, Islander would say it. All right. I just. <laughs> <laughs> We've already, we've already got Elliot showing off. We, we don't need to. <laughs> I'm literally at a loss for words of what just happened. Apparently me too. Or maybe not. Uh, yeah, Garen, you know what we're going to talk to you when we go around the horn. <laughs> yeah. And you must not say anything. Do not stray from your task Do otherwise. You mustn't uh, speak. <laughs> you grew up in, uh, I'm going to get back to our game. You grew up in the Chicagoland area. Did you do theater in high school and such? I did. Uh, I, and I pronounced it theater, too. <laughs> I really did. Uh, and I still pronounce it that way. You say theater? Yeah. Because it's fun to say it that way. I don't know. In my head, that sounds right. It, I also say roof. Is it is it roof or let's, is it let's roof? Let's go up on the roof. I say roof. Well, I'm going to say roof. Okay. Well, then that's not very controversial. What's the, what's uh, the plural, though? Is it roof? Roof? No, a lot of people roofs? call it roof. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But anyway, theater. Yeah, I did theater in high school. You did. Well, uh, did you do musicals or straight theater? What'd you do? Well, you, it's you mostly do... musicals because that's what they're doing. Yeah. And I, my sister, I was like my freshman year, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I like the school. And she's like, why don't you audition for the, the play or the musical? And she goes, it's fun. You'll meet a bunch of people. It'll be fun. I'm like, nah, I'll do it. So I go and audition. They have a huge, like, uh, you know, pool of like background people, whatever. And I don't get cast in that. I'm not in the play. What was the play? Do you remember? I don't remember something. But there was a, there was a bunch of roles, and you don't you don't even get one of them. Not even to stand there in the chorus. <laughs> and I was like, "What the hell is this?" And that uh, pissed me off. And my whole life is all about my reaction to being pissed off. And so, you know, if you slight me, <laughs> I will come for you. Yes. And so I was slighted by this by this yeah. uh, by this program. And so the next year I rolled in there, I'm like, let's go. And it was for Brigadoon. I, I auditioned for like a Scottish clansman and I and I won the role. You and got I, it. And I got I got to sing in the musical. And eventually they decided that I was the best singer in the theater program and uh-huh. I played Tony in West Side Story. Nice. Which was cool until I had to sing Maria in front of the whole school. And I'm like, I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> Why? What don't you know? It's just there's something about being, you know, 18 and singing in falsetto Maria in front of your whole school that doesn't line up with how cool I thought I was. Yeah, but you know, you're already in theater. You're not. <laughs> I know. I know. But I always had a foot outside it. You know, I was like the cool you know, like drinker and drugger, but who I also did theater, right? Okay. And then when I went to Colgate, I, I, I was in a whole bunch of plays there too, but I wasn't in the theater crowd. And they didn't put on musicals, thank God. So I didn't have to do it anymore. And I haven't sung but since. But I told you the best singer in, in the high school. I was the best singer in the in that high school, apparently. And I was also the fastest uh, foot you know, runner in the high school you too. You were also on the track team. I was on the football team for a week. Um, why, why did you leave that? Uh, well... You know, I played a lot of football in as a kid in backyards, mm-hmm. like, you know, like getting tackled on the grass, whatever, and whatever. That was great. And I thought I'd be the first, like, uh, Indian running back in the NFL, I, you know. And I had foot speed. I was I ran a 4 or 5 40. I don't know if that means anything to you. But it was the uh-huh. fastest guy in the football team. And then I got hit uh, in pads. And I'm like, hold on a second. <laughs> and... Um, you know, and after a few hits, you're like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so I, I quit. I said to the coach, I'm, I'm going to quit. I turned in my helmet. And he goes, no, son. No, no. He goes, football is going to make you a better human, a better guy, and a better man. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I'm quitting anyway. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I left. And I joined the golf team. 
uh, golf squad. Uh, yeah, and we uh, in my four years at uh, Lake Forest Academy, we were forty-eight and zero. It sounds like you well, were, uh, uh, won a lot of matches. Uh, we did, and the football team was about two and forty-six. You know why? Because <laughs> they didn't have the fastest guy on the team anymore. <laughs> they killed the program. <laughs> they didn't have this scrawny speedster Indian to just totally blow up. And do you think? And you know, the again, the, the Chicago suburbs is uh, riddled with uh, with ridiculous men. Uh, <laughs> do you think those guys grew up to be good men because they're on the football team? My guess is no. <laughs> I, I don't think so. You know, the, the defensive coach of that team, this was, this was back, uh, it had to be like 82. This is what year, my freshman year. And he would walk around with a wiffle ball bat and he would whack his defensive lineman in the head. What the shit? And then, um, and so I was there for a week. We had two-a-days, right? Which was like, you know, morning practice, afternoon practice. Yeah. And you would lose a full eight or nine pounds of water every single day. And at, after the morning practice, we'd all line up at the hose to drink water. And it's 100 degrees. Right. And this guy with the wiffle ball bat is like, my linemen don't need water. <laughs> he wasn't even from the South. And I'm like, what's going on with this guy? Now, the heart, the heart, the way that story all comes around is eventually, four years later, I applied to Colgate University, you know, randomly, really. I just, it was the only application my girlfriend had in her locker. And I had applied to the whole Ivy League, which I got dinged at. Mm. Uh, and so I'm like, I get into Colgate. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll go to Colgate. Do we have any teachers who went to Colgate? It's that lineman. He went to Colgate. I'm like, oh boy, it doesn't look good to me. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't look good to me. Uh, did you? Have, did, did he write your letter? I mean, no, you, I'm you, not. You just sh- even I'm not Ralph. sure he could write. Yeah. <laughs> as a, Jim, as a reminder, he was hitting people with a wiffle ball. Uh, no, I didn't ask him for a letter of reference. You jackass. Uh, let's go back to the golf team. I was also also on the high school golf team. Oh, nice. Uh, I was. Uh, I was the number one golfer uh on the junior varsity team wow only because the better golfers got moved up to varsity right, <laughs> right. um and um did you golf to this day you know i'm in my fourth uh golf addiction right now i've, yeah. I've had four in my life and i have played this sounds unreal unreal but i played 700 of the last 750 days oh goodness wow. yeah i am gonna go play golf right after this as soon as I, you leave here i know it's raining I'm uh, playing. I thought about it on the drive-in today, because I, I don't have the opportunity to play as often as you do. Um, uh, I played on Friday. And uh, on the drive-in today, I was like, uh, you know what? If this was my day, if I was supposed to, if the, if the weather was like this Friday, I'd play today. Yeah. I would play in the rain, because I don't get a chance to get out there that often. Yeah. Uh, well, let's play. I would look forward to it. Uh, I'll I, be playing. It sounds like you're a lot better If you have me. any day uh, in the next 200, I will be playing. <laughs> you're going to go to 900 days. That's your goal. Well, I don't know. I'm just going to keep playing until my wife's like, enough. <laughs> Do you play at Lakeside? Is that? Uh, uh, I have played at Lakeside a fair bit. I play at Mountain Gate. That's uh, up there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but this weekend, I just up. played, I was in Kentucky, and I played this course called Valhalla. You played Valhalla? Yes. It was so a, you're really good. It was incredible. You know, I'm uh, I'm about a six, uh, six handicap. How would you feel about a guy that comes out and shoots 92? I, I don't, <laughs> I mean, I play with people all the time. You don't care. Because I play seven days a week, I play with all sorts of strangers. Okay. Not strangers, but people who are like bit in 90s and whatever. It doesn't okay. matter to me. I don't care. I used to be a good guy. I don't play enough anymore to be good. So I, yeah. I, I've, I've lost, I used to consistently be low to mid 80s. I was uh, good. A couple times into the 70s. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, now it's uh, like I shot a 95 
Friday, but it was my first time playing in a year. Yeah. Uh, I played that tournament for Oliver's school, but that, that's a scramble and that's right. just having fun and laughing. Um, but I was happy with the 95. I was happy with my game. I was happy with my swings. Pretty solid 95. It's pretty solid. It was all right. Yeah. You I mean, know, if you don't play much, it's pretty solid. You know, a couple of putts drop, but then it's an 89. Yeah. You know, it's one of yeah. those. Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't hit. I, I only had one. I only had one where, uh, and it was with a five hybrid where I swung and it I got too much dirt and it went 20 yards. Right. So to me, th- th- like the rest of them were all solid shots, whether they were on point or whatever, doesn't yeah. matter. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm in. Great. Uh, I should tell you this. I wear shorts. You comfortable with that? <laughs> I wear shorts too sometimes if the weather calls weather for permitting. it. <laughs> of course, Jay. Of course. <laughs> um, you mentioned your wife several times. Again, I don't know anything about you. How long have you been married? I've been married 17 years. Wonderful. Yeah. What did Danielle and I are 19? We're 19 years yeah. together, my wife yeah. and I. And you have kids? I have three. Three. I have an 18-year-old and two 16-year-olds. Hang on, now the 18, now that's a little confusing because you said <laughs> you were married 17 Well, that's years. how I know how long I've been married. <laughs> it's a year It's a year, it's a year less. less. And it was because, you know, I was out here in Hollywood and I'd made a couple movies and I was, you know, I was having a little good, a pretty good little run there. Mm-hmm. And... I, but this woman, I was, you know, I met her when I was 22 and we dated and we didn't date. We went on for 10 years. And finally, you know, she, she I mean, I ended up, I asked her to move out to LA and she's like, well, I can't really move out without a ring on my finger. And I'm like, you know, and so she's like, but I, you know, she's like, I agree. We can't get engaged right now. It's, we don't, we haven't dated really for long enough. And so she moved out to LA and it was just this thing. I just wasn't asking her to marry me. And I wasn't giving her a ring. And she wasn't complaining, but it was like, you know. And I talked to my mother, and she goes, you know, what you need to do, and I was coming home from, I was in another golf addiction back then. I was coming home from playing golf at Rustic Canyon. And my, my mother said, what you need to do is uh, impregnate her. And, <laughs> and since you were raised right, uh, you will do the right thing and you'll get married. She's like, just take the, take the decision away from yourself. She goes, she's the perfect girl. You've always said she's the perfect girl. You're in love with her. She lives with you. Just go impregnate her. So I went home and I said to her, I'm like, here's what my mom says. And she's like, let's do it. And oh. within two or three days, she was pregnant. Wow. Uh, and then, then her mom and dad, who are Catholic, uh, Baltimore Catholics, they were like, you have to get married before the baby comes. And she goes, that's the last thing I'm going to do is get married with a big lump on mm-hmm. my belly. She goes, I'm not doing that. I said, I'll do it. I don't care. I'm ready. Now yeah. I'm ready. Uh, but yeah, so we got married a year later. My, my son was in the wedding. Uh, and uh, not as the ring bearer. He's, uh, yeah, he's yeah. running around 11 months old. <laughs> yeah. you know. He's, you know. Oh, it's wonderful. Uh, all right, so he's 18. I didn't hear the ages of the other two because I was so uh, distracted by that. Yeah, I knew you would be. <laughs> uh, six, the other two are about to turn 17. They're 16, about to turn 17. They're twins, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, yeah that's and, right. And uh, 17 and 18. My son's 15. He's got uh, 14, 14 and, and 10. 11. 11, they just had a birthday, Charlie. Yeah, uh, and my son's about to go to Colgate, where we oh, all went to huh. school. Amazing. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, will you write him a letter of reference? Like, you know, the coach helping you out. Uh, what is he going to major in? I think he wants to major in history and maybe minor in film. Uh, I, I, I don't, I'm asking because I don't know. What does a history major get you once you graduate? Do you get to be a professor? You get my job. <laughs> I was a history major. You were as well? Yeah. You following the old man's footsteps. Well, you know what it is? is that if you really 
focus on history. It's it's just what we're doing here. It's just stories. And you get to be pretty good at writing about the stories of 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 the world, the history, you know. Mm-hmm. And so when you get on to writing these kinds of stories, you're like, okay, it's another kind of story writing. Brilliant. That makes sense. Uh, I will now, because my son wants to be a writer, yeah. I will now tell him, son, this guy's a, a very successful comedy director and actor and writer <laughs> going to history. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we wrote 30-page papers at the end of the term. Right. So when it came to writing screenplays, we were like, we just write three of these papers. I mean, and we'll be interested in them instead of what we were doing yeah. there. Yeah. And it, because it, 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 I think a lot of people are afraid of screenwriting because it is a major effort. Mm-hmm. And it's why I, I'm really sort of against this chat GPT thing because I'm like, you're going to make a whole bunch of people think they can do my job. The great thing about my job is it's very hard to do. Yes, it is. And, uh, you know, like any any hobo can move to Hollywood and become an actor, and they do. But <laughs> if you're like, you have to move to Hollywood and become a screenwriter, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm writing a screenplay. But they never get past, you know. Right. The hard part about screenplays is the first draft sucks. All of our it, it always screenplays sucks, yeah. suck. And then... The second draft's a little better. And by draft 30, it's pretty damn good. Good for yeah. you. Uh, my wife is a uh, writer. She's a comedy writer here in town. Oh, great. Uh, so I know the world well. And uh, we are very... My son My son actually came to me and said, uh, Dad, you, we really got to support this strike because, uh, you know, I want to be a writer. And if uh, I, I won't, ha- there won't be a job for me if this chat GBT thing happens. And like, gee, what a kid sitting in his room thinking about this? Right. So he's already... Uh, you know, he's Norma Ray. He's out there. <laughs> he's got his fist. He's got his placard. Uh, have you been out to the, are you out of the, on the lines? No. You don't, be, you don't believe in the strike. <laughs> I, you know, the last strike, I had a deal at Warner Brothers, and I had a director's deal at Warner Brothers. <laughs> so I drove through those lines to oh go boy. to my office, and I'm like, I'm a director, mm. did I? Uh, and uh, <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, I keep telling myself that I'm about to go out there and do it. Um, I just have been playing a lot of golf. Yeah, I heard about this golf addiction. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I get it. Makes only the studios were on golf courses. Yeah, if they had a little little line over there, I'd certainly walk through it. Uh, There's the one by Fox. Yeah. Oh yeah, you go over there. Go yeah, over to yeah, Rancho yeah. Park. Sure. Over there. Uh, I'm gonna do it, and and mostly because of the reaction I'll get for what I just said on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. to put a positive spin on it, you know, at the start everybody's enthusiastic. A lot of people are going out there. At a certain point, some people are going to draw back because yeah. they're going to have to figure out something to make some some money doing something else. And so then you can come in and you can be like the second wave. Yes. I'm the relief pitcher. Yeah. There you exactly. Go. Uh, the. Um, I will say that the uh, spots around my house have uh, the uh, they're dwindling a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They've been uh, the uh, the Amazon one right there in the Culver City has not been as yeah. uh, well attended. You know, and I saw it online. I saw all these sort of like famous uh, like actors and writer directors out there, and I'm like, I got to get my face out there. <laughs> and I feel like I've missed the window because there might not be anybody left to take my picture and post it. <laughs> um, I'm going to spin it positively. Uh, they're more than willing to take your picture and post it. <laughs> they are. Uh, do you know whose picture was posted yesterday? Robert Kennedy Jr. Oh. was out at Amazon okay. uh, picketing along with his oh. wife, Cheryl Hines. Mm-hmm. And, um, the presidential candidate? Uh-huh. <laughs> that guy. And, uh, <laughs> and now, okay, great. He's supporting his wife. Love it. 
uh, it's the other people that decided to be in the photograph as well that I'm thinking, what the fuck are you doing? Uh-huh. Like, why would you, do you think this is a, this looks good for you to be in this shot? <laughs> Very bizarre. Maybe they just heard the name and they haven't done any other research and like, hey, it's a Kennedy. Presidential candidate <laughs> running on vaccines are bad. Well, they didn't read that part. <laughs> yeah, they didn't, they didn't get that I far. Mean, yeah, he's. Uh, it's he, too bad that, 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 you know, they're such a nicely educated family that they have this one dimwit. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, I'm, going to, I'm a fan of words, as you could tell. The use of hobo and dimwit in the same five minutes. I use hobo, like my son's sick of me saying it, because it just makes me laugh. The word is just wonderful. Well, I wrote it into a, I wrote a, I wrote a novel, which I'm almost done with. And, um, and I'm not just bragging, but I'm trying to give you context for what I'm about to say. Yeah. So the character um, calls somebody a hobo. And the wife's like, that's, you're not supposed to say hobo, that's insulting. And so the, the, the character that basically modeled on me is I look it up on the internet, and a hobo is short for a ho-boy who used to ride the trains and till the fields for the day with his hoe. There's nothing insulting about it. Mm-hmm. It's a boy with a hoe. So... It's okay. We can keep using it. You can keep using it. All right. Even even with, I mean, that's great background, but like even if you take it the way most people take it, a hobo chooses to do that. They aren't forced into homelessness or whatever. You think of his bindle and he he chooses to ride the rail and go from town to town. There's a museum for them. There's like a, it's it's a lifestyle that people celebrate and it's like, yeah, people, they're just traveling and and they're they're living a different life. Couldn't some argue deadheads are hobos? Couldn't, if you want to take it that far? Well, interestingly, there are people who were wealthy who would hobo for the summer like they just wanted to go and have adventures yeah. wow. you've hoboed <laughs> i have what when, when did you oh, hobo no. well in 1986 or 85 I, I went and spent four nights at alpine valley uh with the grateful dead oh you did um and i dropped acid and uh it was wonderful and uh and then i did more uh and then you know i <laughs> stayed and you know did that and then i hop back on for the next Alpine Valley and then when we were traveling cross country after we graduated from college we went up to Eugene, Oregon and camped for four nights and watched The Grateful Dead. When when The Grateful Dead because I, I being again from Chicago went to Alpine Valley a bunch for, for concerts yeah. um the dead are there for four nights. Are you allowed to just stay in the venue or do you yeah. have to leave well, the you, venue? You have to leave the venue and then you you put a tent out in the parking lot. Okay. And then uh, uh but there are a lot of people who just travel with the circus and go to the next place and they don't have the cash for a ticket and they would sit outside and they'd say, I need a miracle, man. <laughs> and sometimes somebody would hand them a ticket. They're like, yeah. You know, and then they'd go in. Right. And that's how they'd get it. Otherwise, they'd just sit in their handmade yurt and uh, <laughs> wait for the next That's right. Night. They're standing. I mean, you know, that's right. Um, not my scene. I was thinking about that recently because ticket prices for concerts have gone so out of control that like, like you couldn't really have that. I, I know the the guy. They were twenty the bucks back then. Yeah, it was it was like it was pretty affordable to travel yeah. around with the dead. If yeah. you, like you could make it work if you needed to, yeah. you could panhandle do what you need to do. It's like you're not getting into a seven hundred dollar a ticket show, right? If you want to go see like with De- Dead and Friends or whatever they're called yeah. now, that that's minimum seventy five to one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, to be in the back. Yeah. And you, you know, you, you still get to see John Mayer's huge fucking head, though. That's the beauty of that. That's that. the one act that maybe it's okay to be in the yeah, background. You know what? Yeah. You get to see that fucking noggin, that Ted Kennedy head bop around up there while he soullessly plays guitar. Um, I think he's a great guitarist, but he's got no soul behind him. Okay. Is that your favorite? Is that, is, is that your favorite? The Dead. Well, and why? No, at the time, it was. 
it was tied into the uh, the acid, right? Okay, it was if you if you took it and watched them, it was you know it was almost a religious sort of thing. Really, it was it was wild. And what would happen? Because that's a world I'm not a part of. I'm well, sober 24 years. I don't know the world. It was uh, just what, what would happen. The the concerts were reportedly like designed for it. You know, so they would, they would, you know, as it was kicking in, ideally you were, the show was starting and it would just kind of ride this groovy rock and roll, this country rock and roll. You're like, yeah, this is great. And eventually they would, you'd hear this drum like, dun, 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 right? And you're like, ah. and then slowly the two drummers would take over and they would drum for maybe... 12, 15 minutes. And like a drum would, off. They would call that drums. And now you're into this sort of primal kind of thing and it's getting a little dark. And then they go, and then you hear this, and you go, and you go into a, a, a 15 minutes of space. And it's just people going, and it's this weird, like now you're like really kind of deep in, the, in, your, in your head and you're like, God, this is ever going to end. And then suddenly you'll hear Jerry Garcia's guitar going, and you're like, what? what? <laughs> and then slowly they'll play morning, this song called Morning Dew. And it'll just kick back into this like, this like country rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And you're free and you're back again. And oh my God. And then they roll all the way to the end. Interesting. That's and, the first time anyone's made the Grateful Dead sound good to me. Honestly. Yeah, I, mean, I was like, I, like, okay, I can get that. They I have a it. plan of some sort. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like a planless outfit. It does seem like a little bit, a lot of noodling with no plan. A lot of noodling with no plan. That's yeah. how I would describe them. Uh, my brother would go see them quite a bit, but uh, it was never uh, never my cup of tea. Because, uh, you know, I keep my temple clean. I'm mm-hmm. some dopey, like, <laughs> uh, like our friend from Hillside here. Um, Jay, you, you met your wife in college? I met her at a, a New Year's party I threw in New York City uh, in like '92. Okay, and she showed up with a f- with her friend who, but my friend and I, we were throwing this New Year's party, and I sent him out to go get a keg or two, right, or you know whatever, something like that. And his girlfriend showed up at our house just to make sure he was really there working on the party and not off doing whatever. Mm-hmm. And she. His girlfriend brought my wife, Susan Clark, to the, to the, to the, whatever, the check-in. And I saw her and I'm like, going? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, I must have. Uh, and so that night I talked to her all night long um, and did not kiss her at the end of the night. You did not? No. You also ignored all your other attendees. I, I, well, I had to chase everybody else off and go, no, no. Good for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... And then that began like this 10-year thing. Wow. And now she's the love of your life. She was the love of your life that night from day one. I mean, there's no doubt that if she asked me, would you want to get married right now? I'd be like, oh, yeah, I do. (laughs) You would have done it. Well, at the time, yeah, because because I hadn't had her yet. (laughs) I was, you know, I'm being honest. Yeah. I'm like, goink. Wow. (laughs) I get it. I get it. I've told the story a million times. The, The day I met my wife... I saw her across the room at a place called St. Nick's, which is no longer there, over on 3rd Street. They had a great uh, low-rent cheeseburger there. Um, I would only get hammered there. Yeah. I, don't, I, never, I don't believe I ever had any food. They had a, they that had would have been in my way. Terrible, cheap, wonderful cheeseburger. Oh, I wish I would have known that. Yeah. Uh, but I saw her. I was at a birthday party for my friend Mike Siegel, and I walked in, and I said, Hey, Mike, happy birthday. But over his shoulder, I saw my wife, Danielle, and I said, In my head, who is that? That's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. I'm going to marry her one day. 
And then my other friend came up and said, hey, did you meet my girlfriend, Danielle? And I was like, wah, wah. <laughs> and then I waited it out. And then you just sat there in the tall grass. Yep. <laughs> just waiting. Rambo style. <laughs> and then they broke up. I waited a year. I asked her out. We've been together 25 years. Wow. Yeah. So. Waited a year. I, uh, because of that ridiculous guy code. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't that's, date another guy's that's, girlfriend. That's right. That's a good code. So I waited a year. That's a good code. And then I was like, you know what? You're 32. Uh, fuck that. You like this girl, uh, this woman. Yeah. Ask her out. And I did. Did and you say all that out loud? In my sad North Hollywood apartment. Okay. I said all that out loud. <laughs> and probably every day. I probably uh-huh. said it every day for like a year. I probably said, fuck it. What are you doing? Knock it off. Knock yeah. it off. And then eventually had the balls to. Did you call the guy? I did. Yeah. And he was silent and then he hung up on me. <laughs> and then uh, we eventually, he, we warmed again. Uh, he was at our wedding. He and his wife were at our wedding. Uh, and then uh, now he's a whack job, a left-wing whack job. So left-wing, he's right-wing. And we go on Tucker Carlson. Uh, Jimmy Dore is his name. And so... Uh, wow. Yeah. So uh, we have not spoken since before the 2016 election. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible that... And you didn't have any time to say, hey, buddy, I waited a year. I, I said that. I said, dude, I did. He's like... He goes, I can't believe I'm speechless. And uh, I, I, I said, I go, I waited a year, Jim. Yeah. And he's like, I, this is wrong. This is so wrong. Click. And then, again, some thawing and what have you. And The whole code of, it, you know, of waiting a year is undermined by people who react poorly after the year has been waited. <laughs> I think a year is a good amount of time right. to wait. No, you're supposed to be like, uh, yeah, I'm okay, sure, good luck. You know, right? Good luck. You know, she wasn't. For, it wasn't right for me. It's, yeah. a, it's a year later. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, if, if you cared, you you wouldn't. Yeah, there was enough time to. Yeah. In fact, you should have been pissed at him because it's like if you're going to be a dick about it a year later, you could have just asked her out the next week. You know, like right. why wait a year if you're still going to be uh, put out? You know? I, I, I was not. I was still like, oh, he hung up on me. Uh oh, and this is awkward and weird. Yeah. Luckily, he's turned into a whack job, <laughs> and I and I win. Right. Had you already asked her out by the time you called him? I I did not. I said, I think that's, I'm, I think that's I'm, a pretty high risk move there, because if if you had done that and he's like, no, or he, he reacted that way. And then she said no to you. Now you'd be out two people. <laughs> that's uh, well, that's true. Um, but I took the risk. Yeah. I rolled the dice. Right. You and did the right thing. I did the right thing. Right. Yeah. I. uh uh, in related um, antiquated yes. male toxicity news, did you? Because I've, I've, never, I've never asked you this before. Uh, yes. Did you ask Danielle's father for permission before you proposed to her? Uh, I did not, and yeah. I have to say that I think I think uh, there may. I think, you think you, you you he he actually wanted you. I to? think I yeah I do yeah I do. There there was a um, uh, we did have a lunch he and I before the wedding. Uh, but I did not. But I think that lunch was supposed to be the this is what you were supposed to do yeah, yeah, sort of yeah. thing. I could be 100% it's wrong. It's funny because I was just thinking in my head, I did that. I'll tell that story. I'm like, but I couldn't have. <laughs> I mean, I certainly didn't call him up and say, hey, I'm going to impregnate your daughter. How do you feel <laughs> right, about you that? Like, I didn't. Right, that didn't right, happen. Yeah. Right. In my head, I'm the kind of guy who would have done that right. had, had it worked in the right sequence. I didn't do it either. And here's why I didn't. And I'm curious as to why. I know why you didn't, because you knocked her up because of your mom's <laughs> ridiculous idea. Um, it's a great idea. It, uh, it worked out perfectly. It worked out yeah, great. Everybody's happy. They're in love. Uh, by the way, I know you're taking your jacket off. I'll go talk to the uh, landlord and see if I can get a warmer in here. Um, <laughs> Here's why I didn't, and maybe you were the same. I did not uh, because I felt like 
she's the first person that should hear these words. Yeah. It, it and also, what if she says no? Yeah, I, I feel like I grew up in a a time of like uh, we're supposed to be feminists. Like uh, it's it's not about her dad. It's not it's not property. It's not we're not exchanging property right. Agreed. here. Uh, it's 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 our relationship and it's her choice and my choice together if we want to do this. And it's not about either of our parents. I so. consider myself a feminist, uh, but a traditionalist feminist. <laughs> OK, so I would do it. If I, you know, again, if I had done it in the right sequence, right. I, it's just a, it's just like one of those traditional things that to it's me like seems nice to do. Yeah. If you do other things in the wedding ceremony that are like sort of this is this is what people do because it's a tradition that you're carrying on. I get that. It's it's part of the tradition. I would not think I would be asking him for ownership of her. Right. right. And it's it's and like. If he said no, what are you going to do? You're not, you're not changing your plans. He's already <laughs> pregnant, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a sign of respect, ultimately. He wouldn't have said no, but yeah. what if he said no? Also, I don't, I don't know. Again, I think, that she's, I think that she should be the first one to hear the words. I agree. I agree. That's, that was my thought on it. And again, except all, yes, you went to to door and 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 told him about your plans yeah. to do it oh i did do that so she was the second to hear the words well no i didn't go to him to ask him if i can marry no, her. no but you went, <laughs> to ask, you went to ask if you, could, if you could date her yeah and then you didn't let her be the first to hear the words that's true that's a good point so, so, you, so you rectified it with the wedding proposal yeah. how weird would it be though if six years later i call up i called up jimmy door <laughs> jimmy i'm gonna ask danielle to marry me your, your thoughts yeah do, i'm with stefano do whatever you want to do yeah um, and if now that said, she was not the first to hear it because the person that you go to buy the ring from is actually the first mm. to, to hear it. So, well, so they're aware of it. I Look, I haven't been married to anybody or proposed or anything like that. But from stories that I heard from different people, I am under the impression that at least these days, you you. you, you you're not surprised. You're not supposed to really surprise. You sort of somebody. have a conversation. No, there's a conversation. And yeah. so in in my head. If I was in that situation, the only time, of course, I'm old enough and the person who I would get married to at this point would be old enough that is their dad alive? Who knows? But the only time I would consider doing it is if she said to do it, because there are people who are traditional right. like that. Like, this yes. is how our family works. So I would like you to get my father's blessing before. Right. Before you I could me. see an old Italian guy wanting, you know, no, you ask me my permission before you ask my daughter to marry. I could see that mm-hmm. in my family. It's certainly I could have seen that. I mean, I'm not saying I can't see it. I'm just saying that it, for me, it feels like that's kind of how it, it ought to go because you're marrying the woman. You at least have some inkling that it's going to happen. At the and same then maybe. Time, listen, I know there's the tradition as well that the father of the bride pays for the wedding and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. But there's also, I, you know, I, I don't, I, there's no disrespect to my father in law, Walter. I, I don't care. It's not about him. Mm-hmm. It's right. about us. Right. Right. And if you if you uh, don't now want to be part of our lives because we got married, scram. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I, that did not happen here. But I guess that's kind of my thinking, too. Like this is not about you, dude. Also, I think I think a big part of it depends on whether or not the person who you're going to propose to is still living with their parents. Oh, yeah, that's a different okay. story. That's a yeah. different story. So. That's a story that apparently we got, the room got quiet. We're not, yeah. Well, we're I not can't even, even imagine that story. In not <laughs> like, how young is this bride? Yeah. Well, not for me, obviously. I'm just well, saying clearly. The, the generic, the generic. <laughs> I think people couple. live at home a little bit longer these days. Yeah, than they, they, do. they do because of uh, uh, that goddamn Joe Biden and the inflation <laughs> with his 2,800 boxes in the Corvette. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's out of his fuck. There are still people that follow him. Yeah. 
and <laughs> they're following a man that tweets complete insanity guy on a corner shit. <laughs> it's so fu- it's so funny when he goes so unhinged like that. He is on and, and he, the theory is he knows he's going to be indicted this week, right. and so he's just going nuts. Mm-hmm. And great, let's go. Put him in the orange jumpsuit and be done with it. <laughs> Jay, I don't mean to disrespect you. I know that you're a big Carrie Lake fan. I don't mean to, I know you're. A well, all I say about Carrie Lake is she was robbed. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I, she's a nutbag as well. Uh, she's a good-looking nutbag. Though. You're, you're very attracted to you Carrie know. Lake. Well, I looked up Carrie Lake bikini. I'll admit it. I, 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 I admit it. But you know who else I looked up? Um, that guy, that woman who ran Trump's campaign. Um, she was married to the oh, yeah. uh, oh uh, Conway Kellyanne Conway. Kellyanne Conway oh. bikini is part her. of my Google search, and I'm like, <laughs> and I've done it multiple times, and I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah, what are you doing? I don't know. There's no bikini shots of her, that's for sure. <laughs> but I keep doing it. Well, you may be excited to hear this, and maybe not, because I uh, their daughter is going to be in an upcoming episode of Playboy. Oh God! So uh, the Conways will be represented in that way. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look that up. Yeah, me neither. I'm not gonna look. Me that neither. Up, that's I, for I sure. That, uh, although that girl is very outspoken about, it. she thinks her mother's nuts. She, yeah. Uh, I just have this attraction to like right wing. Um, women because i find it i don't know i don't know there's something thrilling about it mm. to me like these right wing women were you in on sarah palin when she was uh, no hot no and, she, she her, her, her i okay i looked up i looked up sarah palin bikini <laughs> but but i need a little more uh intellectual heft and kellyanne kenway's got quite a brain on her yeah she does she's, um uh, you know she's she's uh you know, using it for what I would call evil, mm-hmm. but um, still, you know, she's she's clever. She's mm-hmm. very deft conversationally. Yes, yes, yes. Nice use of the word deft. Thank you. Yes. Uh, you know what time it is, by the way. Oh. It is time for. Would you watch you on Garen sucks? Uh. All right, again, the premise, Jay, is my 15-year-old son writes these weekly trivia questions. It's very much like Final Jeopardy. Uh, and so here is your question. Uh, here's your subject, rather. And then you're going to uh, bet from the numbers on the back there. And then do not reveal your bet or your answer until I ask you, sir. Animals and insects. Animals and insects. Oh, that is your subject. Animals and insects. I got my I got bitten in the ass last week by something I thought I knew everything about. So I'm going to bet based on the subject. Yeah, you right. bet if you're confident, you bet high. You're going to. By the way, if you get it right and nobody else does, you win five dollars. If but, you if go ahead. If everyone gets it wrong, then the lowest bet wins. That's that's where the betting comes in. So uh, you can bet low if you think no one's going to get this right, and you should know. No one in here knows anything about bugs. <laughs> that is that is wrong. I saw Bugs Life and I saw Ants. Oh, you saw them both? I saw both Shit. of them. Wow. One of them is better than the other. I forget which one. <laughs> I saw both as well. Which one's better? Is it Bugs Life bugs better? Life one with Woody life. Allen is good. Oh, really? Oh, that's Ants. That's Ants, yeah. I love that one. I don't love that one. I like that one. And not because he married his, his stepdaughter. <laughs> no, not because of anything. Good. I don't have a, I mean, the movie was pre that. <laughs> Pre-knowing about <laughs> Pre-knowing that. Pre-knowing about that. Yeah. 
When it may have been films. before it happened, actually. I don't know. Oh, that's true. I don't know when they actually you're got trying, married. You're trying to cleanse that movie. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't have a stake in the movie, I'm just saying. I'm trying to let you off the hook. I don't think any of us knew that was coming. I don't feel on the hook. I'm okay. <laughs> good. Good. Uh, I've hooked myself yeah, you don't. Today. You don't seem like a particularly hooked person <laughs> in general. As a reminder, Mike Siegel and I, comedian Mike Siegel and I, uh, I had a set at the Improv uh, at uh, the, year, the, the, the opening night of Bugs Life. And uh, Mike Siegel came to watch my set. And afterwards, I said... Hey, I'm thinking about going to see Bugs Life. You want to go? And we went down to the Cinerama Dome to see the 1015 showing of a Bugs Life. Two grown men went to yeah. the 1015 <laughs> premiere opening night of that movie. But at the time, uh, you know, computer animated movies were novel, and it seemed like you're giving me way too much. You're giving me. <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of adults saw it for that reason. You know, it was a toy. It was only their second movie. It was only Pixar's second movie. It's still a weird thing to go to after you, do, you stay at the Improv and drink. Sure. Right? Yeah. Was I still drinking? What year did that come out? Yeah, certainly. That'd be '97. Probably. Probably. Something like that. It's 98, maybe. Yeah. 98. Please That's tell right. me I was still drinking. <laughs> November 14th, 1998. November 14th, 98? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was even dating Danielle. Why was I going to a late night movie after the... It seems like a weird thing to do. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Here's your question. Again, the topic is animals and insects. The Greek name for what insect is anaphiles, which translate to good for nothing. The Greek name for what insect is Anopheles, A-N-O-P-H-E-L-E-S. I assume I'm pronouncing that right. In fact, I'm pretty, if I am, I'm pretty proud of myself. Uh, Anopheles, which translates to good for nothing. Good for nothing, by the way, is that came up on the show. That's a song that was written by Robert Lamb in front of the show Richard Marks on the We Are the World album. Oh. That I said, I think it's a good song. And Richard, to my face, went, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He did not want that compliment. <laughs> you know what? That's the same as, I guess, people coming to Flappers on Saturday and saying, good show, and I think they're wrong. Right. But you don't say anything about it. You just say thank you. I did say it on the air here. You did. That's true. Did All say right, it on I got to focus on this. Again, I thought it was a 7 out of 10 at Anaphiles, best. Anaphiles, huh? Anaphiles. A-N-O-P-H-L-E-S. All right, let's take a break. Everybody can think about their answer. Uh, no Googling at home. Certainly not uh, Jay's mother-in-law. I don't want her going anywhere near Google. <laughs> and luckily, she won't. Uh, and we'll be back with more right after this. Hey gang, Matt here with some dates for you. Jay Chandrasekhar is on the internet on social media at Jay Chandrasekhar. Look at the title of this episode to figure out how to spell his last name. And then um, you could also go to Linktree. He's got a, a page there where you can see all of his various great things. Check out Quasi on Hulu, obviously. But also check him out doing stand-up comedy in Tacoma. The Tacoma Comedy Club, July 15th through the 17th. And again, all his social media or his Linktree page will give you more uh, available info on that stuff and uh, how to get tickets obviously jimmy pardo uh is going to be at flappers uh in the yoohoo room on july 1st and then he's in ann arbor michigan at the ann arbor comedy showcase on july 14th and 15th never not funny is live before all that june 27th in the yoohoo room at flappers so uh, please come out join us those are always fun shows and then uh if you haven't yet uh please send in your jimmy's choice uh to uh fan club at jimmyparto.com for the next installment or the next batch of jimmy's records and tapes which is coming soon to our youtube channel youtube.com slash never not funny also go to jimmyparto.com and click his tour link for all his dates and deets and enjoy uh listen this is you you know this uh, belknap and and hokeberg and myself we love the factor meals in fact garen cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently yeah he's into it i we, mean who wouldn't like it and once you try it you go hey this is good stuff once you factor you can't go back there yeah it's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. 
<laughs> and nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in I, the I 16 imag- years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do- doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid, it, oh, yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on. With we're here to talk about factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right. Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else. Right. No, that, oh, no, that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. You know, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wallet missing a couple of bucks. Now, ooh, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earnings there if you got a last-minute gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way, people saying, "Oh, I had to spend the night at the at the pet vet." Yeah, people like using the phrase "pet vet," even though "vet" covers pet. I mean, what other? Are you, are you at the wild animal vet? Yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people. I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun? It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, that's a good point. Yeah, why are they? Yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their? Very you know, serious issue. You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good, I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn-in jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn-in is an app that gives you access to your pay-as-you-work, up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah, it's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, these, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. And they're, then, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. Exactly these right. are not professional these broadcasters. Like we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earning today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max see earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 32. I, put, I literally put my glasses on to start the uh, comeback. <laughs> I, I don't need them. Uh, I'm not reading at the moment. What if I was using a prompter? Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. Uh, uh, you wouldn't use reading glasses for the prompter, I guess. No, I would not, would I? <laughs> uh, uh, Jay uh, Chandrasakra is here. Wow. 
You had it and you lost it. I lost no, it. No, but that's his gag. <laughs> oh, right, right. Okay. I appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate uh, Chandra Sekar. There you go. There that's we go. Right. You know what? The, the, the Chan screwed me up. You were so focused on the Chan. I realized that I, 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 I lost the second part. Yeah. Think about 4chan. I'm a disaster. Did you ever think about a stage name? <laughs> I did think about a stage name. What'd you think? I went, I went by Jay Chandras for uh, about three or four weeks when I first started stand-up. You did stand-up? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you to be stand-up. I've been stand-up. doing it since I was 19. I just came back from uh, Louisville. I just did five shows at the Louisville Comedy Club. Going to Tacoma in, in like 10 days or two weeks. I don't. Again, I do not know you to be a stand-up. My, I know. my apologies for I this. Know. I, I assume maybe you went off to Second City uh, based on like uh, the, the, your, direct, your directing and your improvisational movies and so on and so forth. Yeah, on. I mean, I, I did the Improv Olympic in Chicago, oh, and I was in a class that this guy Del Close taught, and Chris Farley was in the class, Dave Keckner was in that class. I was the lowest, newest improviser. They were the highest top improviser. So we, they put me on a, on a team with a bunch of, you know, this accountant who's trying improv and this <laughs> right. stepmom, this mom, you know. And I'm like, and we went out there and we would do 45 minutes of shows to dead silence. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, this is not what I imagined doing the comedy business was. So I'm like, I better go cross town and sign up for an open mic and I'll write 10 minutes and I'll just try that. Where'd you start? Uh, I think it was called The Matchstick in Chicago. It was just some open mic. I went up and I did 10 minutes of material that I wrote. I, I blew through it in five minutes. Of course. Um, and I, you know, I, uh, and, but I got laughs and I went up under Jay Chandris and I'm like, Chandris is nothing. It's neither... It's not a name anyone's ever heard, and it's not anything. So I just got rid of it. I figured if Schwarzenegger yeah. could do it, I could do it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the way to do it. The muscle yeah. men. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then did you do, because you started in the 80s, it sounds like, if you were 19. I was 19, yeah. And so did you, the Hurricanes, did you do uh, the last laugh in Rosemont, or in the Comedy Cottage in Rosemont, and those places? No. I, I mean, I, I only worked downtown when I was 19, and then eventually I would go up at Boston Comedy Club in New York City. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then when I came out to L.A., I, I go up to the store a fair bit and, you know, the improv now and then. And I'm on the road, you know, fair bit. Why? That, fair I, bit. Well, I'll tell you why. Because I direct movies. Right. And I'm in them. And so people are like, they, whatever you do, that's the thing you're more known for. So yeah. most people have no clue I'm a stand-up until I walk out there and, and you know, do a tight 20. Um, but uh, I'm shooting a, a special on, on oh, nice. July 21st at Thalia Hall in Chicago. Oh, wonderful. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, everybody goes, uh, go. Uh, tickets are available, I imagine. Yes, they are. At Thalia Hall, which is a beautiful venue. Who else? Somebody else just, uh, not just shot a special. I think it was pre-pandemic, but somebody shot a special there. And I remember thinking it was, uh, it was a gorgeous venue. I don't remember. Ah, son of a bitch. Well, great. I did, I, I, my apologies for not doing I, I do no research about this show. Uh, I, I just assumed you came up through the through the improv ranks and the uh, and the sketch ranks. Yeah. Um, I love writing stand-up. I do not. I, I find it to be like uh, just this incredible, uh, you know, obviously it's it's like a, it's it's such such setup, you know, payoff, punchline. Like that kind of writing is is what you expand on in screenplays and then what you really expand on in novels. Like mm-hmm. you, you can set up a joke on page two and move it along on page 100 and then pay it off on page 350. And you're like, that is, it's like an incredibly fun way to tell stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's wonderful. Again, I'm, my, my mind is blown. I got new information. Yeah. Now I'm going to talk to you differently. 
<laughs> I'm going to treat you like a road comic because that's what you are to me. I am a road comic. Tacoma and Louisville. You're in the same shit rooms I am. I flew in midnight last night. I did not know that. Well, thank wow. you for taking the time to come here after that. Uh, guys, I've got. I've just got a text. Uh, two of my prescriptions are ready. Okay. Right, well, I guess you have to go then, right? One uh, begins with ALB. I don't know what that is. And I don't know what the other one is either. I guess I'll find out when I pick them up. That'll be fun. Uh, ALB is the airport code for Albany, New York. If I'm not mistaken. Do you think that I'm getting picked <laughs> I think up you're to go to the Albany, airport? I'm going to the airport. ALB is short for albuterol I think if it you is. have asthma. Is that, yeah. I think that's what it is. That's a uh, an inhaler. An inhaler. And then uh, the AZ, what do we think of that? That's Arizona. <laughs> AZ. <laughs> AZ. Azelestine. Well, it's not Azithromax because that's... It's not iced tea, right? Well, it's not helpful What's at all. Do you have high blood pressure? I, I don't. No. So okay. I'm not on a blood thinner. Azelestine is like a blood pressure mm-hmm. I'm not on that is this the 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 trivia question yeah <laughs> yeah uh going back to louisville is that the old comedy caravan is that the where the louisville comedy club is uh no it's right on main street it's called the louisville comedy club i, I don't know if i performed there. yeah it's a nice room it's been a while since it's a good room louisville. it was pre-pandemic since i've been there oh uh but uh, uh maybe i'll go maybe i'll go back maybe i'll go back to louisville good crowds oh thank you what? <laughs> uh, I've always had great shows in Louisville, so yeah. Yeah, because uh, of the good crowds. Yeah, I think I have a lot to do with it, too, though. Oh, I see. <laughs> I think me being on the stage is what uh, makes them a decent crowd. And if I felt differently, you don't want to hear from me on social media. Uh, I do not. That's exactly right. <laughs> okay. I do not want to Noted. hear Noted. That you did not care for. Uh, you enjoy hearing the folks that didn't care for your show. Uh, I don't like you guys. I'm not always sure how to hear from them. I'm kind of <laughs> like my wife's like, "Hey, you got a lot of comments on the show this weekend." I'm like, "All right, where are they? I don't really know where they are. You don't know where they are. How does she? Wait, she won't tell you. Uh, well, you know, I'm a little busy. Like, I'm not looking to spend a you're whole bunch of time golfing. Seven hundred days. What do you mean you're busy? I'm busy golfing. I can't be spending all my time reading about how good or bad I am. You've got time between the drive and going to your second shot on the golf cart. I suppose you're right. But, yeah. I, you know, I'm not really, like, living on that phone as much as uh, as some people might want me to. Um, I agree. Probably for the best. It's the, That's the healthier way to, to do it. I put the phone away on the golf course. I don't oh, that's uh, good. I don't want it. Yeah. Uh, and I do. Admittedly, I get a little itchy, like, oh, I wonder what's going on. It's like, whatever it is, you'll get it. The world will keep spinning without you looking at your phone. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. Exactly. You think? Yeah. Being that we all came <clears throat> before phones like this, we would be able to be like, we've done it before. We've lived our lives without checking a phone every five minutes. Why can't we go back to that? Uh, it's, it's, it's weakness of personality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go, Garen. I agree with <laughs> There's that. There's your answer. I agree with that. I also need to write my answer down. I realized I didn't write my oh, answer down. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to write it down right now. <laughs> but you, were you were looking at the phone? Were you looking at the answer already? No. No, no, no. Uh, no, you had no. your phone out like you were ready to read I, the answer. I did not. I was I was busy looking at that Trump news. Yeah. So you can put your phone down for the golf course, but not for the show. Not for the show. <laughs> I was picking up the show to hit that phone to do this, and you know that. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, the question as a reminder uh, was uh, animals and insects, and the question, what Greek name for, uh, the Greek name for what insect is Anopheles, uh, which translates to good for nothing. We check in with the Pop Culture Beast. He's over there at the Pop Culture Beast Info Desk. Sponsored by Lemon Ice Designs. Head over there. Whatever you buy, use promo code PARDO, and you will get free shipping. Uh, Garen. Hello. You saw the Spider-Verse, I imagine, over the weekend? Oh, yeah. You were going opening night as well. Yeah. And did you enjoy it the way the Belknap family enjoyed it? Loved it. You loved it as well. Jay, did you see the Spider-Verse? I don't see Marvel movies anymore. You're against them. 
I feel like movies where the lead characters are in tights are no longer for me. If you any movie that the lead characters in tights, unless it's a ballet movie, okay, <laughs> you knew exactly I'm going to make thinking. one little exception there. Okay. I'm not going to see it. What if it's a wrestling movie? I, you know, look, wrestling is <laughs> the fact that it's theater is um, puzzles me. Mm. You know, I, I went and saw these guys perform recently because we were promoting with the World Wrestling uh, Entertainment, whatever it is. And they are violent and they are leaping off the thing and it looks terrifying. And they do really get hurt. Yeah. The fact that it's planned, you know, like I, I, I find that a little funky. I don't know. It's not for me either. And yes, they're in tights. So I have to say, no, I wouldn't see that. You would not see it. Uh, I, I, I can't make exceptions for wrestling and ballet and leave out the poor superheroes. You know, you're right. You're right. But not even animated tights, though. That's your... Well, your I'm own. an adult. Yeah, okay. You know, fair. like the animated thing, you know, I, w- I went to those Bugs movies in the you, when, you know back then, but I'm like, I think I've aged out of them. Mm-hmm. I don't mean make you feel bad because the people I, I know who've seen that are like, it's the greatest Marvel movie of all time. And I said, better than Iron Man, which I think was incredible. First yeah. Iron Man was great. Uh, and they say, better than Iron Man. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm still not seeing yeah, it. Still. Yeah. Very different. I mean, I, the thing is cool about Iron Man at, at the time, it was cool and it's still cool, I think, is that it wasn't a superhero movie. It was an action movie about a guy who built a suit that would let him fly and shoot missiles at people. Yeah. It's, like, and, it's treated very real. Like, yeah. And he wasn't wearing tights either. Right. Yeah. I mean, look, that's just my opinion. Yeah. You know. That's my opinion. That's fair. I go, and these guys know, I don't care. I don't. I go so that I'm part of the conversation. That's the only right. reason I go, because uh, I, I don't have a spine. And your son likes them. So. He likes, but but Danielle likes them too, so the two of them could go without me, theoretically. Yeah. And they have gone to many without me. Right. Uh, but uh, I, I, I've outgrown them as well, but I still go. Yeah. Uh, to not, I would say 90% I go to, 10% I, I, I did, didn't see Ant-Man, and I won't. Because I've got a problem with Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> what if I was the one guy in the world that had a problem with Paul Rudd? Nicest guy in the world. Uh, Garen, that was your segment. How'd it go for you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, you saw that. Anything else happen over the weekend? Uh, I started watching Cheers randomly, which I'm very much enjoying. Follow up with your hair the way it is currently. Are you doing Stephen Root from The Office? <laughs> I don't know what my hair's doing right now. Office space, not The Office. Office space. Yeah. What is it doing? Uh, it was. It looked like you had a comb over. It looked. Oh uh, yeah, it does that, and I don't. I don't like it. Just get that part to the other side. Uh, yeah, this part is all. Yeah, you got It's to. all wrong. It's nah, you look nonsense. great. You look fantastic. You look Thank handsome. You. Thank you. Uh, so I, I, I got, I got, I didn't hear a word you said. I was so distracted by your head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> I just started watching Cheers. Oh, from the beginning. And you want to know if somebody's ever made a documentary? Oh yeah. I know. Maybe, maybe Jay knows. He's in the world. He directs motion pictures as well as television. The guy in the very last shot of the opening credits of Cheers in that picture. I'm fascinated with who he is and what is it, he's done. Is it James Brooks? Is is that oh, I is that the one where he's like, uh, like the writer who's like, rah, 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 oh, I don't, it's just a guy in like a derby hat, just looking all cocky into the camera. Yeah. It's like an old picture. Oh, I don't know. <clears throat> That'd be funny if it was. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they made that opening sequence. Whether whether those are photographs they took or whether it's it, like antique, like right, they just yeah. went and found archival it could be footage. Completely not nothing but yeah. I'm with you that that could be interesting I don't know if it needs an hour and a half documentary <laughs> but maybe three or four episodes I don't know if it needs an arc <laughs> maybe a series <laughs> where you explore the most interesting opening credits of different shows and, and the stories you want to know and you've never googled who is that guy uh, 
no, because I never thought about it until when did I tweet that? Yesterday, I think and, I started. And watching then it. since then and now, you want to see a whole documentary? <laughs> oh, I wanted about this? it immediately. You'd rather have that, that than point. just Google it, look it up. Yeah, yeah. It just seems a lot easier for somebody to put that on uh, celluloid for me. Hey, speaking of documentaries, um, I watched the uh, and James Brooks. Yep. I watched the uh, the Mary Tyler Moore uh, being Mary Tyler Moore documentary. Did you watch that, Jay? No, but I want to. It is depressing. Oh, oh she my. might be wearing tights. Yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> no, she, she, she does. wore capri pants. <laughs> <laughs> there are scenes of her early when she was a dancer, <laughs> which I like. He put a, he put I in like a clause that. for dancing. Mary Tyler Moore. Uh, I am. I I think she's the one who formed my sense of attraction. Mm. My wife looks like Mary Tyler oh, sure. Moore. Beautiful. Yes. Mary Tyler Moore. It, uh, I, I am on record on this program and I stand by it. It's the best sitcom of all time. I and love it. Uh, the documentary, it was interesting. You, you find yourself laughing at the clips of Dick Van Dyke's show and uh, obviously ordinary people, you howl of laughter at. <laughs> uh, and then a Mary Tyler Moore show. Uh, but then her real life, she just was not, she was sad. Mm. And, you know, she became an alcoholic and her. Uh, and so by the by the end of the show, like, and then she, of course she passes away. It's like by the end of it, I'm not giving anything away. It's all uh, commonology. It, it, I, I walked, I, 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 I left it depressed yeah. more than I did uplifted. Which, um, but it's great. It's okay. really great. Hmm. It's really really great. Go ahead, Elliot. I can see her dancing to this. <laughs> yes. Anyway, I recommend it. I recommend Where do you find that? Uh, that's on Max. Okay. You're going with the new name, huh? I did only because I didn't want to, uh, you mean Max from any of these assholes. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I was, okay. I was I'm saying, against it. Uh, I'm actually against it, too. But Why do you take a, a brand like HBO, a great brand, people associate it with quality the content? The reason okay, tell I me. hear is because the new people in charge want Warner Brothers and HBO to be appealing to the center of the country. Oh. And they did a survey with uh. these folks, I guess, and said that they find HBO to be elitist. Mm -hmm. And so they want to rebrand it by taking away this incredible brand name yeah, that makes and changing it. Kind of and I'm like, you guys, hang out a little before you remodel the whole damn place. Wow. <laughs> Wasn't their most recent thing about dragons? And I mean, that, their, most, their biggest, most recent success. Yeah. I mean, but that's how the, is that elitist? But that's the point. Like, that was kind of an anomaly, I think, for them is like a lot of their shows don't have huge viewerships. They just they get buzzed in yeah. the places they Dude, want sex buzz. in the city is for middle nah, america nah. Yeah, i don't know oh it is it's not for the coasts i mean it's it's cosmopolitan it is but it but but, but middle america loves it yeah, yeah. middle america are the people that go are you a samantha or a, right, a right, jag right. balls <laughs> <laughs> but but their bread and butter seems to be like highbrow like succession is like a smart show that i think you know i mean i think people can enjoy it but i don't i would i'd be surprised if it got Game of Thrones numbers, you know? Oh, I don't think you're going to Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's certainly got Game of Thrones press. You're right. And that seemed to be what they it. always cared about is like, as long as we're getting press and, and, and awards. And Sopranos is very mid, I mean. Yeah. Well, I think the problem was they, the HBO for a while was losing money. Um, and it was like, well, we're high prestige. And I think the new guys are like, we got to show <laughs> business, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Show business. Yeah, the new guys from Discovery, right? Yeah. Like the, and so, yes. and they, those shows are very cheap and They're make cheap money. Cheap and they make money. Yeah, so it's like, that's the new. I, I think it's, I think it's a little sad. It is. Uh, I 100% agree. I also agree it's time to get Garen's answer. Yep. Uh, Garen, what do you got here for the, uh, I just, I just, I both, oh, that's all right, I wrote down my answer. 
uh, the Greek name for wet insect is Anopheles, which translates to good for nothing. I said housefly. The housefly. Common housefly. What about the shoe fly? That thing bothers somebody. Oh, <laughs> there are me. words that go to that that I cannot recall. Shoe fly don't bother me. Shoe That's fly. What I sing that minimum once a month. <laughs> I don't know why, but it comes up in my head. Probably because of flies in your face. Yeah. I, I haven't seen a fly in ages. <laughs> really? I haven't seen a fly. No. Uh, then you're lucky. We have houseflies sometimes. Every now and then we... Yeah, what the fuck am I talking about? We have flies. It's the most ridiculous statement I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> I don't know if you lived in a no housefly pocket. I don't know. I know you've got ants. We have a lot of ants. Yeah. There's a lot of ants. Because of that... Uh, that uh, uh, the Baldwin Dam breaking in the uh, 60s. Uh, mm. Then made that uh, my, the land very moist. And then therefore the ants love yeah. it. At that's, least that's what, they, that's what every uh, uh, pest control person tells me mm-hmm. whenever they come out. Interesting. Yeah. That's where we have ants. It's just the live version of that movie. You loved it. I did love it. Live. Live ants. (laughs) God, I can't. (laughs) Uh, Check in with the Horizontal uh, horizontal Monopoly, which was not a nickname that I chose. He chose it for himself, and I'm not thrilled with it. That's that's not how the system works. Yeah. What was was your nickname prior to that? I don't remember. It was was more insulting, of course. (laughs) Probably. Uh... How was your weekend? Anything going on that we need to know about? Um, tight. <laughs> no, nothing in particular, but I, I did. You were talking about Houseflies a second ago, you, and I just watched. Are you resetting for a Housefly talk? <laughs> we all I, know. Uh, that's how conversations work when something goes. I know, but whatever you do, it it sounds. It's uh, you know what it sounds. It sounds like you're going to tell the story of all stories about Houseflies. I mean, I don't know that I'm doing that, but I think this is interesting. Well, I'm, I'm not saying what you're going to say isn't interesting. It's the way that you reset that I find so goddamn <laughs> off-putting. What would be better if he said, speaking of Houseflies? Yes. Okay, so try that next time. We all were right. talking about Houseflies a moment ago. You sound like that asshole at a party. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you didn't like it because it sounds kind of staged, like it feels a little scripted. It's like, all it, It's all that. Like it's, it's like a news program where they're like, it's all. It was also so recently that he right. could have <laughs> just started talking <laughs> about it. Ten seconds before. Look, Jay, Jay, look, there's, 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 there's some context and history going on here of me talking and things happening the, to me when I talk. But in this case, Jay's 100% right. We literally, he was in the why in Housefly and you went, you guys were about Houseflies. It, it was that current. Yeah. You had a, you had an easier, smoother path and you chose Well, it. no, because because you said what's going on in your life, this is not going on in my life. So that's the reason why I wanted to make sure that you okay. knew that I you, you, didn't have a fly yeah, in my I want to go back to Houseflies for a second. Yeah. In Elliot's defense, I did do that great bit about Ants Live. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so there so, was that bit. Yeah. Doing there. It's mm. not about ants. It's about flies. Thank God. Now we all know what we're talking about. <laughs> so I watched this thing on YouTube where apparently this guy tried to figure out like, and not super scientifically, but relatively scientific. for a second? Yes. Here's how you smoothly get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because you just said it's not a, I, that the reason that you had to reset was that I said what's going on in your life. Yeah. What's going on in your life? You know what? I just watched this thing on All YouTube right. that ties it. Look at how smooth that fucking was. Mm-hmm. Start Instead, with the you got to get on this stage. Parts of me that don't exist hurt right now. Yeah, no, it's unfair. It's really unfair. You're the. I'm mean, gonna say this. You are. You are the best sport in show business. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Go right ahead. Um, so. He was talking about how human beings live at 60 frames a second. Like that's sort of our limit of our perception and that some animals are faster and some animals are slower. And so like a hummingbird is a lot faster. So we appear like this to them because they're that's the reason why they can move faster than us. Like it's it's sort of a combination of that. Well, houseflies are so fast that if you want to catch one, you want to go as slow as you possibly can. And the reason why is because they don't think anything's changed. 
because they're moving so fast that mm. it doesn't. It's like oh. it's like us looking at grass. This Bro. is a life hack. A little bit. <laughs> well, you're, I know you saw it on YouTube, but yes. I, I have a little expertise on this. So okay, okay. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm and, happy to hear and, about expertise. And I also want you to take notice of the transition. <laughs> <laughs> So in in my uh, uh, fraternity house at, at Beta uh, at Colgate, we would come back and there were, the house would be full of flies, and so there would be a period where you'd have to basically kill all these flies. All right. And the way to kill a fly is to come at it from above, and you're mm-hmm. correct, slow, because they cannot. Although they have 26 eyes or whatever, yeah. and they're missing one up top, <laughs> and they just you can come down on them slow, and then boom, you can get them. There you go. Now, what we were killing so many flies, and the um, movie Karate Kid had come out at some point in our lives, so we got chopsticks uh, to try to catch them out of the air, mm-hmm. and we were wholly unsuccessful. Not once. <laughs> Not once. Not once. Not once. But we tried. I, 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 I we had a imagine. little time on our hands. Sure. <laughs> if you get enough flies into a small enough room, then that actually becomes pretty easy, because if there's just so many everywhere, you're, you're about just, to hit one. You're bound to right. get it, right? Well, we weren't uh, in control of where the flies went. <laughs> okay, yeah. We were just killing them. Did you ever hit one? Did you ever at least, like, did you uh, nick a fly trying to capture one? I wish I could say yes, Not but, uh, you know, I'm an honest man. I <laughs> appreciate the honesty on yeah. this program. Yeah. Uh, well, Elliot, it sounds like you had a great weekend. <laughs> yep. Uh, Loads of fun. What uh, what's your guess? So I was just kind of going by the translation, which is uh, good for nothing. So I'm going with cockroach. 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 Mm. All right, Matt. I also said housefly. You said housefly as well. Yeah. So we got, uh, you know, I'm going to give you mine uh, before I get Jay's. Mine was also cockroach. We have two cockroaches and two houseflies. Uh, Jay, what did you guess? I wrote roach. Cockroach as well. So we got three. Three and two. I crossed out mosquito. Yeah, I thought that too. Oh, they are very, they're not good for, oh, like, well, there they're must good be for some drinking purpose. blood. Yeah, they're great at that. <laughs> they're good for yeah, causing I also wrote down malaria. flea and tick, but, you know. All right, so, but uh, we're, we're locked in on uh, two housefly, three roach. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the answer, and this is going to disappoint uh, somebody that crossed it off, mosquito. Oh, oh no. Mosquito. Oh, no. You wow. had it. Wow. You had it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. So you had it right in the chopsticks. Yeah. <laughs> and then you let it get away. <laughs> uh, instead, you chose to go from the top. Oh, right. uh, all right, so let's get it. Now it goes by bets. Whoever yes, had the lowest bet. Oh, so hold on a second. Oh, yeah, play the, play the thing. Where is oh, there's it? a song for this, too. Yes. So it comes. It comes down to the bed. So it comes, it comes down to the bed. Garen sucks. <laughs> Unnecessary. I never remember it's coming. I don't either. <laughs> I also remember that being a little more quality. <laughs> okay. oh, I think they know. I mean, the yeah, I think it's, it's right on the it's right on target, right? Yeah. It's 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 of lower quality. I <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I appreciate every fan that sent that a song. I appreciate it, whether it sucks or it's great. I appreciate the yeah. effort and the time. Yeah. But I, I think I remember that one being a little more uh, uh, polished. At the risk of putting us in legal uh, trouble, does you do you think that was a, a karaoke track? No. You think no. <laughs> of course not. No, that couldn't the, be. That's the dumbest question ever. Because <laughs> I would say, like, I, th- I thought the music sounded music yeah, sounded great. Good. Yeah, whoever and, made that was really good musician who just simply cannot record and sing well. <laughs> yeah, he's not a good vocalist. <laughs> they must be good at, at, at making music, though. Yeah. Oh, clear. terrific musician. Yeah. Very clear. That's very, very clear, clear Jay. Uh, all right, let's get the bets. Uh, Garen, what'd you bet? Fourteen. Fourteen, Elliot. I'm losing twenty-two. Twenty-two, Matt. 
I went three. Three. Somebody's going to be our winner unless Jay went lower. I went with nine. I went with 22. I, I went all, all, all in. You went yeah. all in. You know your insects. You thought you knew. You did know your insects. You, you had it. Uh, yeah, I you figured there it. were no stakes, so why not go all in? No, there's eight. You win $5. No, right. no, but with but, but I found out about that after. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> See, you were so proud of how fast you told him the rules. You didn't mention the money. Crisp and clean, <laughs> I explained it. Yes. And you left out a few things. Uh, get the money. Okay. Oh. Get the money. Uh, Jay, here's what's going to happen. We're going to give Matt Belknap $5, and we're well, going to do a Joker's Wild style. He's going to put his hand out, and we're all going to count to five by fives. All okay. right? Okay. So are we ready? Yep. And, and five. five. Thank you very much. Here you go. All right. <laughs> I knew I didn't know shit about bugs, and I was hoping you guys didn't either. I, I really thought, I thought, thought cockroach was, uh, thank you for enjoying that. Uh, <laughs> I, I was totally puzzled until I heard it. I'm yeah, like, and then you're all yeah. in now, right? Oh, yeah, I like that. Give it to me again. <laughs> Give it to me again so, so Jay can enjoy doing it. Here we go. All right, here we go. And, and five. five. See, fun. Yeah, it was great. This show is nothing but fun. Yeah. It is because I tell you so. <laughs> um <laughs> What, what, I was just asking a question. I got distracted. I was just about to say something. Shit. Talk about bugs and how uh, we're all stupid. <laughs> Cockroach made sense to me. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. just made sense because it's good. It, it truly is. It truly is good for nothing. Right. Right. Did the mosquito precede the cockroach? And that's why the mosquito got that name over the cockroach. I mean, I, I've got to imagine. You're a history major. <laughs> you watch. Well, you watch insect shit on YouTube. Both of you I guys do. should have an answer. I mean, there was, you know, there they were. They were what they were good for was spreading malaria. So I'm surprised that it had such a good for nothing. Yeah, yeah, you could name you could, yeah. Like, somebody with a bunch of mosquitoes and send them to the enemy and then get them all malariaed. Hmm. Again, though, nobody really controls the movement of these things. <laughs> He's right? watching videos, dude. He knows, <laughs> sounds like he might know more than Well, he didn't know about coming at a fly from above. He <laughs> just said, go, if you go slowly at a fly like this, it's just going to fly away. Yeah, get it from above. Yeah. Dude, come on. Yeah. I mean, I've never tested it, but that was the implication, why so maybe you, I should try why it. Why don't you land one of your drones on the fly? <laughs> <laughs> that, comes, that comes from top. Sure, sure. Right? Isn't that how you land? Doesn't it come straight down? It or? has to. There's no way to come from the side. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, don't I, think so. The only drone I ever had was shaped like the, you know, the bat plane or whatever it was. Oh, okay. And got caught up on the backstop of a uh, softball stadium. Stadium. <laughs> Field. Uh, Jay, the movie is quasi. Yep. It's over there on the Hulu. Mm-hmm. People can watch it anytime. It's anytime. available. It's you and the Broken Lizard guys who are... Uh, 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 were you involved with Tacoma P, uh, no. FD? No, those guys made Tacoma FD. And, uh, uh, you know, my feeling was we made Super Troopers together. And if we go and all become firemen too, I think it confuses the whole thing. Yeah, so I said, why don't you guys go be the firemen and, and I'll, I'll be off, off camera. You're busy directing and golfing. That's right. Uh, That's right. Successfully on both accounts. Oh, one uh, thing I, yeah, I want to mention, because uh, it came up before you got here. Uh, uh, you directed a few episodes of one of... To me, one of the great shows that didn't have the life it should have, which was The Grinder. Oh, uh, dude, The Grinder. So funny and great. And uh, anyway, I just want to say I love that show. And I still think about the episode where <laughs> they call them the Shadow Boys. <laughs> like they're back. The guys in a, in a school theater program, you know, with, with, who just move the, the set around. Uh, I say Shadow Boys constantly because of that show. So. It was an incredible show and it had incredible comedic rhythm. Yeah. And yes, I th- it did. And I think the problem in part was... The name of it, yeah. I think I think people were like, oh. "Is it about the gay dating website?" <laughs> right. And I and I said to the head writers, "I'm like, you guys got to change the name." And they're like, "No, no, no! It's about a lawyer who grinds." Yeah, we get that. And I'm like, "Yeah." And he goes, "So he's a grinder." And I'm like, "You got to change the name." And they're like, "Nah, I don't think you're thinking right." 
<laughs> You've only had success. I mean, I love these guys. They're great writers. But you're like, you know, let's you got to sell the show. Yeah. There's another name for the show, right? Couldn't there be another? What name? would you suggest? <laughs> uh, legal briefs. You know, I don't know. Right. I mean, something. Yeah. Or even his character it, name would have worked. Because it's named after the show within the show. Yes. Right? Like it's, it's yes. named after the stupid show that he had been on. Yeah. The Grinder so, Rests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, it is within the show. It is funny that it's called The Grinder. It's but hilarious. Is it, is it worth? The show was hilarious. Is it worth the success yes. of the show? To, the uh, writing was, I mean, crisp and wonderful. And Fred Savage he rivals Michael J. Fox at Dead Dancing as far as best sitcom actors. Like, he's just so good. Great. Yeah. And, and Rob Lowe together the rhythm was yeah, just so, so perfect good. yeah, yeah. Uh, and i've you know I, I after i met him there he came and was in super troopers 2 uh and then i went and worked on his show called uh, unstable on uh oh you do work on, on that on uh, netflix mm-hmm. also really funny is that a good show yeah really funny uh, good rhythm and well named <laughs> you like the name you're happy with the name <laughs> and I, I tell you something about that rob lowe Easy on the eyes. Very easy. Very easy. I always call, I tell him he's a he's a, a comic trapped in a leading man's body. Yeah, John Hamm, the same yeah. deal. Like yeah, the two funny, of them. He's a super funny guy, mm-hmm. and he likes to go there. Um, but let's just admit he's pretty. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! And no doubt, a- and aging very well. He came honestly. on Conan wearing what could only be described as a old lady sweater and it worked <laughs> he looked great he's he's the best guy i really love him i mean he, he and our good pals i did not know that yeah uh, boy we're learning everything about the stand-up on <laughs> this friendship with rob Lowe. he won't stop bragging about <laughs> his golf game he won't shut up about how great he is he's a six handicap in my face he throws that well, he's um, playing every day i mean if you if uh, what where, where do you think you'd be if you played every day i think i could shoot 89 <laughs> I, I didn't go high enough. <laughs> no. I usually shoot at 95. I, I, actually, I was consistently at 92. If you uh, played 700 days like I have. Oh, I'm in the 80s. You, I mean, you'd, you'd, you'd be a single-digit handicap. Yeah, I'd be, uh, my dad is. My dad's a good yeah. golfer. At yeah. 80, he's still a great golfer. We're going to golf next week. And here's my hope. I hope that even though my dad is still a great golfer at 80, I've I, I've never beaten him. Even when I was good, yeah. I never beat him. I'm hoping that maybe, maybe since we, last year where I came close, maybe he slowed down. Mm-hmm. And then I could feel real good about beating an eighty-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> Take hey, that, hey, old I man! I finally beat my, ba- my dad. He's eighty. You should. You know? <laughs> and, and also, you're a grown man. <laughs> yeah, also you're a grown man. Let it go. Let these daddy issues go, weirdo. Uh, last question, because my brain is uh, again. I'm on a medication that's affecting my memory. Who played the father in the grinder? Because he was great too. Yeah, well, I'm blanking. Uh, I can't see him in my mind. Oh, come on, man. I, right. I'm looking right at his face. Uh, that guy is fantastic. Oh, damn it. All right. Garen, look it up quickly before we go. And Jay, if you want me to edit out all this silence, you're not knowing <laughs> that I'm going to do that. <laughs> I don't uh, mind that. I don't mind that. You don't mind forgetting one of the actors you directed on a regular basis? I have directed hundreds of actors. I know you have. And so, like a normal human, I'm like, what the hell is that? Let me ask you a quick question before we before we get out of here. And we yeah. have to go uh, uh, so that you're not held hostage. And I know that uh, it's a slight drizzle, a chance for you to golf. Um, How did you make the transition from uh, just acting and stuff into directing situation comedy? I know you directed the movies, but well, is that how? I, mean, I directed a movie called Puddle Cruiser, which took place at Colgate University, where we went to school. Uh, NBC saw it and bought the television rights to it. So we made a half-hour pilot of okay. that show. Then um, uh, Judd, App- and then the show almost went, and they were, you know, the president of, of NBC was like, you know, I was 26 at the time, and he's like, 
so I'm supposed to hand over. He goes, he goes, there's a youth movement in, our, in my company that's begging me to pick up this show. And he goes, he goes, am I supposed to hand over $45, $50 million to you and have you make that many? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And he goes, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. And so he didn't do it. Mm. And then uh, Judd Apatow saw that pilot and was like, that's a good... He goes, he knew it was canceled. He goes, I'm going to make a version of that show. And he made Undeclared, which mm. was guys in college, whatever, dicking around. So then he called me, uh, or had his people call me, and said, hey, would you come over and consider directing my show, which is, you know, somewhat of what you did. And so I said, yeah, sure. And that's where I met Seth Rogen and, uh, you know, Jay Baruchel and all those guys. Great. Uh, And so once I did that, uh, Fox saw that they're like, okay, this guy can direct television. And so they said, hey, would you come do this show? It's called Arrested Development. And so I went in and, you know, I did you know, four of those in the first uh, two years. Right. Yeah. And then I, and then everyone's like, yeah, yeah. So I kept going. He's kept a hot new it. guy. I've done over 150 episodes of television. Wow. It's wow. a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Do you wear a baseball cap like all those other assholes do when they direct? Uh, <laughs> I don't wear a baseball cap when I direct. Very happy to hear Sombrero? It. Uh, uh, Come on, I don't. We're having a serious conversation about directing. In the summer, if it's really hot, I'll throw a sombrero on. Oh, you will. Sure. You yes ended that. Sure. (laughs) I appreciate (laughs) it. Generous. Yeah, very nice. Very Very generous. Uh, Jay, thank you for being here. Thanks. It was really fun. Uh, Pleasure to meet you. I don't know why our paths have not crossed. In fact, it infuriates me. It feels like the the golf, the stand-up, everything. Mm. Yeah, I appreciate that. I don't get all your many TV appearances. You think he would have directed you? Um, One of the times. One of my five times on television. (laughs) He would have directed me. Can I? Were you only on five times? Because I I started working, I just abandoned auditioning and all that stuff, yes. Can I promote my Tacoma shows? We're going to promote that. We'll do that. You'll do that. We'll do that. I'll mention them again, though, so they will have already heard it. They've already heard it. Um, Hey, as a reminder, tell us about those Tacoma shows. I'm doing uh, five shows in Tacoma, Washington, coming up in mid-June. At the Tacoma Comedy Club? Yes. Which uh, Matt Donner and I were there. Loved it. Cool. Yeah, it's a great room. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Great audience. Yeah, yeah. Really great audience. Yeah. Really much enjoyed it. We did... uh, what, one night there, one night in uh, Spokane. We did. Uh, I like Spokane too. Each, and I love both of them. Yeah. And then we went to Seattle, and it was like, and then we're just like, "Wait till we get to Seattle. That's the, that'll be the best of the of the three. And I disagree with that. <laughs> I, I enjoy the other two more. Yeah, they're a little a little more uh, out of the sort of uh, I don't know. They're a little more country. Yeah, and uh, a little more excited to see a guy from show business. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, right. And me. That's right. <laughs> uh, Jay, thanks for being here. Thank you. I appreciate what it. What a joy. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beats, Garen, we thank you for being here. There he is uh, uh, behind Video Village, the horizontal monopoly, Elliot Hopper, the Hunter Matt Belknap, our new friend, uh, Jay Chandrasekhar. Yes? Yeah. <laughs> Got it. I'm Jimmy. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2023, Never Not Funny, LLC.